Domo, arigato. Mr. What's the business, y'all? It's your boy, Jester954, back on the podcast with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Claude Miller. That's me. Hello. It's your uncle. And we have a guest tonight, so let's go ahead and drop that beat. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> That's his name. Ooh, I like this. It's Announce when, yourself. It's when his... Brian uh, Wright. What's what, up, y'all? What's up, Brian Wrights? How y'all doing? When Happy to be doing... here. Thank you for having me. I'm, yes. I like that intro song, dude. That's dope. That's yeah, a cool, Jesse. Man. That's a Jesse drop. He made it. The, oh, no, Jesse, the Mega Man. It's a Jester 954? Oh, no. No, no. no, no I no, mean, you that, cut the, the drop. Intro. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. even know where we found that. We just found that somewhere. Uh, yeah, I found oh. it on a free uh, music website. We, we were talking about this. <laughs> Jesse was like, what if one day we just get a cease and desist? I'm like, well, then we'll have to spend... <laughs> a long time recutting episodes like we can just download them from soundcloud it's not like it would be hard but it was on a freeware you know it was like a free um chiptune music website i don't know that we'll ever get that famous if we ever get how about this if we break a thousand downloads on a single episode it's time for a new uh theme song and we'll pay someone to make it well you will you let me do it will you let me do it fuck yeah dude let me do that shit i'll do that shit for you guys fuck yeah but yeah, man. So, so, so for the listeners who don't know, Brian Wright is my oldest friend. We've known each other yeah, since buddy. about 1993, I believe. So it's been almost 30 years. It's about 27 spirit, years. The spiritually nomadic bar, Jester 954. <laughs> we yep. go way, way back. I would have go back as kids, baby, eight years old or yeah, something. Yeah, dude. And you know what's funny? Like, real quick, I hope you guys don't mind. Let me just like point this out. We were talking the other day about when we would play sports back in the day. So not to make it like, you know, off the bat about this, but I have like a mild disability, like a handicap. And I like, I've always played sports, but I was always kind of like hobbling around a little bit slower than the rest of the kids. And Jesse was just so not into it. But both of our older brothers were really into sports. I would always give it like my all, but Jesse was just kind of always reluctantly there. And my like, dis <laughs> my disability, matched up so perfectly with his disinterest that we were <laughs> yeah. always on each other. Like he was always covering me and I was covering him because it was like, we were a perfect match. It was like, yo, you guys just cover each other, whatever. He was never into it, but I was like out there giving it my fucking all. And, uh, but yeah, man, we've known each other for fucking ever, bro. Like, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I think, it, I think like it cut out nine, for, then? I think eight or nine, but I think the, the phrase cut out, it was uh, your disability with my disinterest matched up. Because it was always yeah, like, Jesse, perfect. cover Brian. And Brian would be busting his ass, like, get it. And I just <laughs> didn't want to be there. We'd have to play, like, football or basketball. And it was like, I just didn't want to be there, but I had to. And, uh, and yeah. But, yeah, yeah that's, it goes back a long time, back in Dude, those days. Fucking sleepovers and shit and fucking, like, uh, hanging out. Our, man, we used to do... Did you ever come to like Blockbuster Golf and Games with us back in the day, Jesse? I, think I don't that know. You maybe, did dude. I've done twice. so damage. I've done so much damage to my brain. I don't remember shit. Yeah. Uh, well, but but yeah, there'll be, uh, yeah, there'll be plenty of time for some stories. Definitely, dude. Um, All right. But uh, yeah, I don't know exactly how this works. Sorry if I'm fucking up your rhythm. Oh, no. We don't have a rhythm. We just start. We just banter and then eventually we'll get to weeks and then we just fucking run off. I've got a couple of screwballs I'm going to throw your way. I think there's a couple of things I want you guys to talk about a little later. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We'll see where we'll see where that goes. Uh yeah. No, but I met uh, Aaron a couple times. I think at one of your shows, right, Jesse? Mm-hmm. Uh, the um Brutality. Metal sh- yes. 
Yes, brutality. I think I met him there. And, uh, yeah, we always talked about doing this, so happy that we're doing it, man. I'm happy you guys are uh, still doing it, too. Uh, oh, yeah, you guys dude. got, like, a nice little solid following and shit. So shout out to the fucking nerd cast fucking land and shit. Shout out to all you guys. Uh, Thank you. It's funny. Sorry, I forgot. Like, I was like, it's called Nerdcast, right? It's just nerds. <laughs> I've nerds had people podcast. on my podcast that are like, what the fuck is this thing called? I'm like, it's mental reps, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's just called Nerds. <laughs> it's fine. Um, nerds, my bad. Yeah, Nerds, the podcast. Shout out to my Nerds, the podcast fam. What's up, everybody? Correct the bando. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I saw you at, uh, I met you at Jesse's show. I had banged a bit, listened to some music, and then that music never came out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that was four years ago. Yeah. We'll see if it comes out. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm yeah. still waiting for that contrarian to drop, bro. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. That's another thing. The but yeah. But yeah, dude, we um yeah, so I don't know. Am I supposed to tell you guys about myself, like what I do or how, how does this work? Dude, I, mean, I guess you wanna just you jump want. on weeks, Aaron, just go nah, straight to dude. it. Here That's we go. What it is. That's what your week is. Is who are you? It's been oh, yeah. It's been one week. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll go quick. Just you know, I try to limit mine. Um, but I did start playing Mortal Shell. I've been streaming a couple nights a week. Um, sometimes like four or five nights a week. Sometimes two, three. You know, there's no, there's no schedule because I'm just figuring out what I want to play. But I went ahead and bought Mortal Shell because uh, I was dreading playing Dark Souls again. I it, listen. I love Dark Souls. But I'm burning out because I'm trying to get the last four um, trophies I need, and they're all yeah. annoying as fuck. <laughs> There's a reason mm. I don't have them already because they're like collect every spell, which sounds easy, right? But it's not because you have to get all the spells from everybody. But then there's like, I mean, I did the miracles. The miracles is the harder one just because some of them are tied to covenants. Um, yeah, dude. But yeah, it's it's like get all spells, so I have to. I have to kill Big Hat Logan. I don't want to do that. I like Big Hat Logan. Um, and you just have to go through the whole game, you know? I have to get all spells, all pyromancy, so it's five total um, trophies. But I have one that I'm, like, literally one item away from getting it, which is the uh, fully infused fire weapon. I just need a red yeah. Titanite slab, and I have to go to fucking New Londo Ruins. No, I have to go to, sorry... Um, Light Town? No, no, no. What's the fire? The lava place. Oh my god. Um, Beta Chaos oh, area. Mustafar. Mustafar. <laughs> that's the one. Um, you know what I'm talking about. It's where the Beta Chaos is. I have to go down yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, the, the, um, I lost Isolith. And, lost um, Isolith. That's what it is. Yeah. And I just don't want to do it because I'm in New Game Plus and ever. I think I'm in New Game Plus 2. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wasn't. I haven't really been able to, like, even though I'm like reluctant to go help you because I'm like playing other shit. If I was to bother to go into your worlds, I'd probably get fucked because you're like in New Game Plus two or three or some shit. So yeah, if I even bothered to go in there, I'd get get slapped around. I mean, I could just do it on my like pyromancer that I made because I could technically just do all pyromancies on him and do the fire weapon all in New Game one. You know, like you can, mm -hmm. I can just do it. Um, but I, I was just like, well, this guy's so far. Like I, I you know, I'm already yeah. at the end of New Game Plus two. I could just like go do it all, but it's it's not really. Yeah, you'd have to play the whole game again. Dude. It's like me with my, uh, oh, I'm going to get to Bloodborne Plat. 
I'm pretty much there. All I have to do is just do one more quick run of the game and like and do the the bad ending. And it's like, wait, I have to ru- beat the game again. Yeah. Like, there is no quick way of doing that shit. Like, no, because we're not even speed if runners. you're skipping everything. Yeah, and and yeah, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna speed run the shit because you can run through the areas and speed run the game, but you still have to fight the bosses. Yeah, and you have to level to fight them. So, yo, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys know more about this than me because. I've been playing, I know you guys aren't really into it, but I've been playing a lot of NBA 2K lately. And I had uh, a buddy tell me about that there's these dudes that you can literally pay them to like farm and or level up your characters. And some dudes make like good money doing that. Is that yeah, uh, they have they have farming like camps or farms in like Korea where if you're playing like D, like World of Warcraft, you can pay them. And yeah. there's just like an office building with like a hundred people who are just or more who are just playing people's games and leveling up their characters for them, which takes away the purpose of playing. Yeah. It's like, why bother? Well, so the thing, I mean, it's cool for them. Like that, that's a way for them to make some money and shit. But like, if I was, that's like, dude, level up the character yourself, bitch. Yeah, yeah, the thing in WoW is like they make it so you need to be like doing your dailies and doing it's like ugh. I I the second you're going to buy gold, you should just quit the game, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. because it's like clearly it's not fun for you. If you're buying shit just to get to do the thing that you have to do over and over again to get the thing that the next time the next dungeon comes out, you have to do that over and over again to Good get, call. you know. Yeah. I have a little bit of a of a relationship with that though because of what happened when Assassin's Creed Origins came out that I brought up in the past. I did love that game and put tons of hours, but I also gave them some money to buy some levels uh, just because also you cannot fully realize your tree in a realistic amount of time in that game. So I did it for fun to like boost my poison darts and shit. And I didn't think it didn't really help me cheat or anything. So I think as long as it's an option and it's also if it's not a specifically co-op game, I think if it's a single player game, fine a lot of games come with like uh like wrestling games for instance they will come and like there's a million things to unlock like characters arenas stages or you could give them 10 bucks and they're like we'll unlock everything for you and some people don't have the time to put 100 hours into a game Mm -hmm. so i could see like a fan coming in and being like oh i want to unlock all the different teams but i can only play for two hours on the weekends you know i got three kids and a mortgage So I could see where that could be one thing. But yeah, just paying somebody to level up your 2K character so then you can flex on your friends. That's weak, dude. With a three-point shot, that's whack. That's bad game design is what that is. Like, if you can't play a game effectively at a casual pace, right? Like, that's the problem with unlockables being the incentive to play a game at all. You know what I mean? It, 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 like, pulls away the fun. Where it's like... Just let the shit be there and everyone play it. And then people who are hardcore will fucking be hardcore and other people will just not. Well, I, mean, I feel like uh, I adopted this, I think, from our friend uh, Corey, who said, like, I I have no problem spending like a dollar per hour of gameplay that I get out of a game. So if I get like a $60 game, I want to get at least 60 hours out of it. So certain mobile games... When you're there playing it all day, they're free, but like you can buy some extra gold or whatever. Every once in a while, like I know it's probably sacrilege to say on here, but I fucks with Boom Beach and they try and get your money. I refuse to fucking spend my money on it. But every once in a while, I'm like, I've been playing this like a lot. I'll toss them like 
a buck or a two for a bag of like gems or whatever the fuck it may be. But yeah, yeah, pay, paying people to level up your shit's kind of whack. Well, yeah, like if you're playing a mobile pinball game and you only get three coins per day, but you really like it, but they're like, yeah. give us a, and the, the coins refill every 10 hours, but they're like, hey, give us a dollar and we'll give you 10 coins. Sure, that's fine. But then, you know, when it's your eight year old who has your phone and you're not noticing and your fucking kid is just hitting that button 10 times and you get a $400 bill from your phone bill next month, that's when shit gets a little wonky. Or as Aaron says, wacky jacks gets a little wacky jacks. And, wacky uh, jacks. jacks. Yeah. Wacky okay. jacks. Um, so, Wack yeah, jacks. so I was burning out. Uh, I like wanted to get at least that one, you know, at least the fire one. But then when I realized, like, <laughs> the what it really entails. Well, and the other one I need of weapon enchantment is chaos, and they both take red titanite chunks and slabs, and it's like I spent all my chunks to upgrade my one weapon all the way to plus nine for fire, so I have no more red chunks for that for chaos, and then I need the slab for both, so I'm like, ugh. And then knight's honor is just a nightmare. I can do knight's honor. I figured it out. I can just do it across all my characters. Mm-hmm. and then drop them on one of you know drop them all to one guy you know just have you come and like pick them up drop them to me and then that's it um yeah. but i just don't want to do it so i'm just gonna be at 88 so, percent. so i bought mortal shell on a whim the yay. other day i was just like i'm just gonna buy it <laughs> and if i hate it it's 30 bucks you know it's like or 40 bucks right i think it was 40 i think it was 30 oh, yeah, i think it's 29.99 29. yeah yeah and man i immediately fell in love <laughs> It yeah, is, dude. and it's crazy because I played <laughs> the, the beta of it and I hated it. But, you know, the beta was just the beginning. And it's like, I think I just, I don't even think I got to the first shell. I just didn't like the, I, the one thing I didn't really love is the double tap to roll, you know? Like, that was the thing. Yeah. And it just felt kind of sluggish. But then this time I, wa- I had watched, you know, I just watched some streams and watched people play. And just like they were talking about kind of how to play the game and like the the real secret behind it it's really just knowing when to uh, harden if yeah. you make sure you're <laughs> always i know you're always hardening <laughs> mid attack you're mm. you're golden because if not you're just wasting it kind of because it's like a block but if you're mid attack you get to eat an attack from a boss or from whoever and then you're already immediately punishing you know what i mean yeah you're immediately counterattacking mhm with and, a little bit of invincibility frames in there too. Yeah, there is because if you get it right, you can get a double hit and you'll have some extra harden time. Um, but yeah, I uh, I've been streaming that. Uh, I streamed it for two nights, um, like eight hours in, seven hours in, um, and it's been a lot of fun. I I beat uh, Imrod. Well, Imrod, the main first fire, like the first, well, the first boss that you probably should do just in terms of um like weapon upgrades and you know whatever yeah yeah definitely because it is open you can go wherever you want but i know that that one's kind of the canon first boss because it's just the easier one to do at the level your your weapons are at at that point i mean though i I got mine to plus three he's the first one you can get to yeah Uh, it's just like the first one you naturally come to as well it's just like where you end up you know um yeah i beat The first Grisha mini boss, I beat the first goblin mini boss that's in front of Teal, the shell. So I got three shells. Uh, I've got three weapons, and um, I beat Imrod. So, and then I just beat the enslaved Grisha, the big Grisha boss, and that one was really fun. It was intense. Yeah, I was getting scared. Muzzle, yeah, muzzle cage on his head. It's really, really cool. And he like pecks at you with it because it's shaped like a beak almost. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I raged a little bit with you. And what I realized is <laughs> we just have different mentalities. Um, you we have different coping mechanisms yes. for stressful parts in like games. Like me, I just have to say like, this is fucking bullshit. You know, I have to talk shit. And then like, I'm not even really mad. I'm just like venting in that way. And you're very zen. You're like, dude, just chill. <laughs> for some reason, they like collide. Let the game come to you. Yeah. And Jesse, <laughs> like, the, the thing is, I am like a woman <laughs> when I'm upset. I don't want to hear, calm down. You know what I mean? Or I don't want to hear, like, just chill. <laughs> you know, like, as a, as a dude who's married and who's, you know, exclusively been with women, I know that rule number one in a fight is never to tell your girlfriend to calm down. You know what I mean? <laughs> or your wife. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is how I am. Be a trigger. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I do to him. I'm like, it's cool, dude. Don't worry. Just, like, just calm down. <laughs> but then <laughs> I felt like... bad because you were like, you were like, I'll just leave. And I'm like, well, I don't want you to leave. I like hanging out with you. Like, I want to talk to you. I just don't want you to tell me how to play. Well, what it was is you were telling me not <laughs> to do something, and it was to upgrade my weapon. And I'm like, no, clearly, if I upgrade it, that fight's going to be way easier. And it was. It was way slower. It was Imrod. It took me. You got on the stream like right after I finished too. Um, oh, I wa- I was watching you um, fight him. Okay, and I was like, let me leave him alone till he beats this. Because right now, it took a one, long time. it's gonna be hard for you to like send a party invite. There's no pause, so you can't really send a party invite. I don't want to bother him. And I was like, let him kill Imrod before I get in here and fuck up his vibe and <laughs> and make him just rage it. So I was like, okay. After that, I was like, all right, now we can play. Yeah, and it, what it is, you know, again, it's 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 a me thing. Clearly, I have rage issues. <laughs> okay. I work on them. Just... You know, it's a struggle. It's something I've always struggled with. But um, we just have different coping. That's what it is. But then, you know, I I didn't rage. Like I thought I was gonna rage. It. I realize what really gets me is Souls games specifically, and I think it's because I love them so much <laughs> that I think I always think I'm better at them than I am, and. Yeah. It is true that Mortal Shell is harder in some ways because you can't block, like you just don't get a shield, you know, so you can't just perma block. But it is yes. easier, I think, on the whole. I and I I, I don't say yeah. that as a bad thing. I think it is the <laughs> perfect balance. I feel yeah. like when I died, even to like even if it's like a bullshit hit that I don't think I should have got hit by, I don't feel like this is bullshit. Like most of the time you know what i mean i did bitch about whatever that time but that's just me raging you know what i mean i'm not even i don't even truly believe half the shit i'm saying what i think is it's the perfect balance of like difficulty to be overcome rather than it's just difficult do you know what i mean yeah like i mean except for those those uh those double fire sword yeah circus guys. spinning guys fuck those oh dudes, no dude bro. i figured them out too oh, you know what you do you don't roll, so you just dash back, dash back, dash back. It's three back dashes when they do their flurry, and you'll dash behind each one of them, and then you can just hard uh, heavy attack, and you'll you'll get a free hit. And then, oh, nice. So then, what I would do is I would do the heavy attack uh, into a light attack and harden, and then he's gonna do his flurry, and you'll get your iframes on uh, the two hits, and your mm-hmm. light attack will hit, and then it'll stagger him, and then you can just start dashing back again. Ah, oh, sick, bro. I mean, there. I don't have them perfect, but I did two of them in a row, and that strategy worked. Awesome. Because the other ones, I would just be like, "Well, fuck it, I'm gonna go die to him a couple times. Hopefully, I'll kill him, and then he'll disappear." You know, like he was only here once. 
But yeah, uh, with those guys, what I have to do is do the heavy, the heavy, like jump in heavy attack, roll away, run far as fuck away from them, spend maybe 10, 20 seconds, reassess, run in, jumping heavy, roll away. I just do that. I just do that. It takes no, me like dude. four minutes to kill one of those guys. You know what it is? You're not hardening. In that, I, mean, I use the hard. I use the harden when I do like when I do the the jumping heavy. But um, no, like I won't stand toe to toe with them and like and like dance with those dudes. I'll just I come in, I hit them strong, I dip, I let all of my meters readjust and refill, mm-hmm. and then I. It's kind of a, it's kind of a wussy like wimpy way of mm-hmm. doing it. But I don't care. I I don't cheat. I get results, as you say. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me find the drop. My app is so slow. Here we go. I, I don't cheat. I get results. <laughs> there we go. Um, so uh, so yeah. what I was going to say is try it that way. So the running jump attack is actually kind of trash because it doesn't mm. do as much damage as it should. It yeah. literally does the same damage as just a regular heavy attack. So what I've learned is that's a fun way to for guys that aren't going to flurry. You know, you can just run in and get that attack and then you'll land. It'll stagger them for sure. You know, you can do the freeze, let them hit you once. It'll stagger them and then you can kill them. But for bigger guys like those dudes, I find it's easier to just do your light attacks and harden or just charge up a uh, heavy attack and harden right as it's coming off. So then he'll either walk into it and get hit (laughs) as you're a statue or you'll, you know, they'll hit you once and you'll hit them and then you can get like at least one more light attack and then you can start dashing. But yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really enjoying it. Like a ton more than I thought. And I loved Hellpoint, but this game's easily better than Hellpoint. And it's crazy. Yeah. I think Hellpoint is a bigger game, like it's a more full game, but it I think Mortal Shell's a better game because they use their budget in a much smarter way. They have less enemies, right? But it's also less areas less bosses but each boss is generally unique even the you know the grisha boss the mini bosses are like kind of sometimes bigger versions of enemies but you usually fight the mini boss first and then they become an enemy you know what i mean yeah um whereas hellpoint there was five or six bosses that were just bigger versions of mobs you know yeah it was like oh here's a big cat thing and then here's a bigger Mm -hmm. version of the cat thing as the boss yeah yeah and again i still have to play that dude i I think i only killed that cat boss is as far as I got. I mean, yeah. I, got, I still got to play Hellpoint. Yeah, I, and again, I think Hellpoint's a great game. They're both great games, and they're both 30 bucks. You know what I mean? You, you really can't do better than that for price-wise. And I think they're both really uh, well done in terms of uh, gameplay. I think Hellpoint is more fluid and fast, whereas uh, Mortal Shell is more slow and plodding. Um, I mean, you can be pretty quick. like you can You can roll around, but you do have to double tap the roll, and so you're going to do like a slight dash and then a roll. Um, yeah. Where Hell Point's more bloodborne You're just like running around all super fast and everything's, you know, quick. Um, but yeah, they're both great games, but I'm all in on Mortal Shell. I'm going to stream my entire playthrough, so I will not play unless I'm streaming. Um, cool. That's because I'm like, it's a shorter game. I can have it just as a series for the, you know, it'll be up for two weeks and then it'll go away. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I've been watching The Boys season two. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't review it till it's done, just because I mean they could fucking shit the landing like uh, Game of Thrones did, and that would be really sad. I don't think they will, but you know we've got two episodes left. This that show is fucking unbelievable, dude. Bro. Did you I'm watch loving that show? Did you watch this week's episode? No, not yet. I'm caught up. Uh, I'm up to episode five of uh, the new season. Okay, so six is the one that dropped today. It's real good. 
Dude. Oh, and shit. you know what I noticed? Uh, Sean Astin. Is it Sean Astin? No, what's his name? Um, Dennis Quaid's kid? No, no, no. Um, that that guy's... That's Petit Huey. Uh, but it's... The guy that played Iceman in uh, the X Men films, um, Sean oh. something or something Aston, okay. uh, Sean Ashmore, uh, Sean Ashmore. Mm. He's a Canadian actor, so he played okay. Iceman in uh, X Men, and in uh, the Boys, he plays a guy who can like manipulate fire. Which you know we see him in episode four. I want to say he's or it might have been episode five. You just see him as an orderly for a second, and he like has yeah. that lighter, and he like does something with the flame you get more of Mm. him in this and i i won't say who he is because it's important and i think it's gonna like when i found i was like damn and it was like cool um i watched it today um obviously because it dropped today but um really loving it i mean i loved season one but season two is great i'm i'm all in i think we're getting like a lot more depth to every character Mm. especially homelander which is weird like He's such a dope actor, Dude, bro. Man, he's that so guy awesome. Is killing shit. Uh, I, what I will say about Homelander is, um, a fuck ton of fan art is people are everyone's drawing like fan art of Homelander all of a sudden. I've seen it all over the place now. In the last week or two, I'm noticing a lot more Homelander cosplay and fan art right now. Like, I guess the, the, I don't watch the show. Actually, Brian is the one that made me watch the first episode of the first season, which I thought was incredible. Uh, but yeah, I'm noticing a lot more like Homelander fan art. Like, I, it seems like the show is really blowing up and becoming like it's a legit, really big dude. thing. It's yeah. legit, man. It's it's no joke. And they got, like you said, they got like a really good character development going on this year. The dude who plays the butcher as well, fucking killing shit like just the whole cast mm-hmm. like the, whoever cast the show did like a really good job yeah that's carl urban and he's been in so much good shit he was in fucking dread uh he was judge dread in the, yeah. in the dread film yeah. he was uh he was in the, thor right. he was in he was thor. thor yeah he was the uh-huh. oh, <laughs> the guy with the two Troy machine guns or was it thor it was thor yeah one Okay. Um, and then he was oh, also that's... in um, Lord of the Rings. He was one of the Rohirrim, the uh-huh. Riders of Rohan. Yeah, he was the main one that you see. Um, but he's fucking. He's. It just shows how good of an actor he is because like Butcher is such a person. Like you, he <laughs> he imparts a personality in him. You know, he's not like he's a stereotypical guy in terms of these kind of shows and movies, or whatever. But like. He just plays him so well. He just he makes that like feel like a real person, you know, which is what and everybody just is. needs to listen to him because he's pretty much always right. Yeah, at least uh, in the first season. Uh, still figuring out the second season, and everything. We don't want to give anything away, but yeah, man, fucking really dope show. I gotta say, I was wondering with Umbrella Academy because I just finally got caught up on that, and I know the second season that's coming out. I was going back and forth between which I think is better. I gotta say. It's like kind of a toss up right now. I was going towards Umbrella Academy after I watched it, but now that the second season of The Boys came out, it's like, God damn, Dude, it's so good. Season two of Umbrella Academy came out two months ago, man. You better watch it. Are you serious? Hold on a second. Oh, did I? Or is it season three that they're season uh, three doing? is? Yeah, that I think they're doing oh, okay. now. It, like yeah, you yeah, saw on the one guy become a cult leader, right? Yes, yes, yes. I saw. So I, well, yeah. I saw season. Two, it would have so been. It would have been no question if it was just season one of Umbrella Academy versus season one of Boys. The Boys would have shit on it because season one of Umbrella Academy was like good but not great. Season two is yeah, great. Second season Dude, though. Season two is like next level. 
It's, I love uh, God. Now I can't remember his name. The like hippie one, the one who ended up starting the, mm-hmm. the Klaus or what? Klaus, dude, he is my favorite. I love five. Yeah, five. He's great dope. Too. They're all great, and I like seven as well. Really opening up that mm-hmm. storyline, especially in season two. But uh, number one, is, I don't really care about the space boy. I don't care about him. Yeah. Even uh, in season two, they like try to give him stuff, but he's just like a, he's like a Mary Sue, like a, a ma- male mm-hmm. Mary Sue. He's just like, bleh. just like, mm-hmm. I'm a good boy and I'm strong. <laughs> and it's kind of annoying. Yeah. But no, Klaus um, is the shit. I'm team Klaus dude, all day. Klaus is the best. Uh, and they're giving him a spinoff. Uh, he's getting his own show. Oh, I heard show. about yeah. that. Which, that, oh, dude. I'm kind of like, I don't know if he's going to be great in his own show all the time. Cause, you know, he's fun as this, like, flighty drug addict yes. guy but like i don't know that he like and not that the actor can't the actor's great and he could lead any show you know he's fine i just i don't know that the character can that but, rhythm of him being able yeah. to just pop in there with the one-liners and shit is kind of what makes it work so yeah I, I agree it'll be interesting to see how that works and then speaking on uh netflix shows i'll just uh end my time with uh i started dragon's dogma i am on episode five um it's you know the animated show based on the Capcom game. It came out last Friday. Um, it's pretty good. It's it's one of those like story of the week shows. Like he has a thing he's doing. The main character he's going to fight the dragon. That's his thing because the dragon stole yeah. his heart, killed his wife, and his unborn baby. Um, but every week is like a step on his path and he's somewhere and a story happens and it has like these little vignettes that are going on. Um, and they're they're cool and they, they fit in the world because if you've played Dragon's Dogma, it's a shitty world and everyone's an asshole. It's very much like dark fantasy. Um, um it's not a shitty world. I mean, it is kind of a it is kind well, of what I mean, I mean, it's it's a like, fantasy world. Yeah, it's fantasy. It's like um, you know, medieval times where people are fucking like the leaders of areas are just fat rich guys that are shitty and you know, just taking advantage of the poor and all this stuff, you know. Yeah, but you don't Grand, see the city of Grancis. Yeah, yeah. Or the kingdom of Grancis. Yes. Um Yeah, you don't see a lot of it, but there's a couple of little quests that you get a little bit of that, you know, like Dragon's Dog is not a story heavy game. It's not very story forward either. It's not as dense as Dark Souls, you know, it's not a Souls yeah. game where it's like whatever, but it's not very story heavy. Um, it's got a story, but it's pretty shallow. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty shallow. I Great did game. love the ending though. I really like the way that that story is cyclical and it becomes like a cycle. So every time you make a new character, mm-hmm. you're basically fighting your old character. You know, you're like going after your old yeah. character. Very cool. It's a little bit like Dark Souls with the whole like Kindle. No, because Dark Souls, you, you choose to Kindle or, mm-hmm. or let the flame die, but it's still, it is that kind of cyclical kind of uh, perpetuating. It this never it's an Ouroboros. It just eats it just continues. Yeah. Well, because like in that, you just become the dragon that then takes the heart of the next character you make. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like very cool. And <laughs> spoilers. And you realize I mean it's a twelve year old game or eight year old game. Um yeah. but yeah, spoilers for Dragon's Dogma. If you're gonna play it for the show, you know, because you watch the show, still play it. Even with that's what it doesn't do anything to the like you're not there for the story. You're there because you're fighting yeah. giant monsters doing cool ass shit. Yeah, dude, you're there because you can climb up a cyclops' back and stab yes. him in the head, dude. You're there <laughs> because you want to climb up on a cliff and jump onto a cyclops' head off that cliff, which yeah. they they kind of hint to in the show, which is pretty fun. Um, 
Oh, they better. They better hint to like. No, no. Um, I mean, he climbs his arm and stuff, but like they they hint to that moment. Because remember, there's a moment. One of the quests has you like scouting out a fucking like a little uh, goblin encampment, and then like as you're up on this cliff. Uh, I mean, it might have just been the way I played it. I was up on a cliff looking at this thing, getting ready to go in. A fucking cyclops walked by, and I literally just jumped on his head off yeah, the cliff. Dude. It was very cool. Um, it's a good show. I I, I think it's fun. Um, it makes me want to play Dragon's Dogma, which I have it for PS4 as well. I I should. Yeah. I I really wish they would have made like a like a when they brought it over, just added like two player drop and play co op like. If you have two players, maybe you can only have one pawn. You know, like do something like yeah. that where it's like, you know, the obviously pawn don't break. The system's cool and all, but it's like, hey, do you want my NPC? It's and like, no, dude, I want you to go jump in the game and fight griffins with me. I wish they'd make <laughs> Dragon's Dogma online, but just limit it to co-op, right? Limit it to a four-person max party co-op. Because then yeah. it's not this MMO world we have to make all this shit. Like, just make a single game, right? That make it the length of a single player game. And if you want to sell, like, you know, $10 expansion packs every six months, put in like a new dungeon and like a couple of quests. And I guarantee you, you'd make a ton of money. Because could you imagine you, me, you know, fucking whoever else we want to play? So, Brian, you want to play? You, you make a guy, we all join up and then we just go out into that world and fight fucking griffins hydras cyclops yeah, like that sounds dope, dude. yeah like it's a D campaign oh, Leroy jenkins that shit mm-hmm. <laughs> because of the way that character classes work too they all work together in such interesting ways like you definitely need a healer you definitely need like a ranged character to shoot the cyclops's eyeballs or to f- shoot fire arrows at griffins yeah. to bring them down like you, all that stuff tank. works together and it would have just been such a cool thing because it was almost there like you do it with your pawns and your party you know you build out a party that way but like just take that and even if it was just two-player co-op three-player co-op yeah. you know what i mean obviously i four would be a dream but if not you just fill with pawns and go you know like you just go like okay max party is four if you don't have four people you and your buddy can play and have two pawns and you know you bring your little guys and whatever I just wish they'd make that because they did do Dragon's Dogma online, and from what I read, it was Jap- Japan only. But a lot of people yeah. said it's good. It plays like Dragon's Dogma, and it's you know an MMO, but or MMO esque. But I don't need all that. Like I don't need a lobby to meet people. I want to be able to play that game, and then if you're on Jesse, you just like send me a party invite, jump in my campaign, and we just fucking go. Yeah, man, it would be nice if they did that. Capcom, <laughs> I wish you would. But they won't even fucking give us a new Dragon's Dogma. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Who knows what they're going to do. If you've got Netflix and you're interested in, you know, fantasy anime, it's it's got some of that questionable 3D anime, uh, you know, uh-huh. graphics. But they do it. They do it well. It didn't bother me. I generally hate that shit. But th- what they did was they made it really look like anime on top of that. You know, it's like has that art style on top of the the cg so it it still works it's like cell shaded rather than yeah it's yeah. like that show that nana told me to watch kangan ashura yeah nana? no nana is a friend of ours who lives in the uk <laughs> nana pratt my bad he's our, he's our boy my bad. he is our nana i don't have a nana so. yeah i guess yeah you're right he is our nana shout out to Yo, our nana. dude bake a pie nana come on hook it up oh yeah <laughs> Oh, uh, new season of British Bake Off starts today. I should have watched it with Kelsey, but uh, 
Yo, I got, I, I kind of got into that a little bit with my girl. Dude, Great British Bake Off is fucking great. And I'll tell Dude. you, want to know what's great about it? Is that it really shows you that these cooking competition shows that we have are, they're fine, but like everyone's nice to each other. <laughs> In, yes, in dude. Off, they help each other. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. I'm so on board with what you're saying right now because there's also another show on Netflix called The Repair Shop that mm-hmm. I've been balls deep in over the last like month or two, and it's all these English people just like repairing people's priceless heirlooms and shit. That's crazy. and they come in, they fix it, and there's no added drama like. Oh, are they going to get the parts in time to make the deadline mm-hmm. by next Monday? It's none of that bullshit. It's just all <laughs> what you're there for. And it's exactly I totally what agree. Americans do. Well, and yeah, what's funny dude. is what what they Brian's have saying. Kind of a saucy angle. Well, <laughs> yeah. What Brian's saying too is like, especially with British Bake Off, they they generally record it every weekend for like two months or something like that. So they all just meet up at you know this part of Britain and they come every weekend and then they cook, you know, and they or they bake for two days and then they go home. In that, they never have the added like, "I hate Stacy. She's a bitch. I just want Stacy no. to go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sabotage her. I'm gonna make sure, yeah, man. You know, whatever. Or like, Stacy needed that eggs. Kardashian bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stacy needed Real eggs, housewives. and I definitely had extra eggs, but <laughs> I'm not giving them to her because this is a competition. <laughs> There's none of that. Yeah. And if there is an if emergencies, you don't know how to make a souffle, then get the fuck out. Yeah. Bitch. Like no, cut none to of that shit. cut to the testimonials or whatever they call them, where they're in like the little closet and they're like, and then Stacy was like, "I need butter," and I was like, "I don't have any, but I did." <laughs> like, do you have any of that shit? I gave her margarine. <laughs> <laughs> and if there is, like, if there is that moment where it's like, are we gonna get this done in time? Like, we don't have room in the freezer, whatever. It's like real. It's not like this. Like yes. you're saying, like this bottled fabricated yeah fabricated fucking bullshit where they're like will we get it oh we did it's like yeah duh you're adding that is the yeast gonna be prepared in time yeah you're adding that in editing it's like of course there is you know the answer already and you know what i hate you know what i hate don't insult me i hate this the most because i know how to edit like you know when you when you learn editing you watch tv and movies differently it's just oh, it's how oh, it is it oh, ruins yeah. everything for you yeah. uh it drives me nuts <laughs> when this happens are you ready <clears throat> and the winner of this week's master chef is boom, boom. Boom, boom. jesse boom. <laughs> but it's always like they do that yeah. so they can cut to commercial they always add a little heartbeat in there mm-hmm. too a little heartbeat in the yep. back. Little boom, 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 and it's like, like just shit like that and like yeah. in horror movies they put the little yeah in the background well and that should get the tension the thing that and they give me... they give like the the host or the host or the judges so much power yeah it's like they're gods or something and it's like <laughs> dude this is like betty crocker bitch yeah. like relax <laughs> yeah i watch a lot of like we watch uh master chef my wife and i uh because we love gordon ramsay nice. uh and top chef like we watch fucking all that stuff donkey yeah fucking donkey <laughs> Um, I like Chef's Tables. Uh, Ooh, Chef's Table is great. Yeah, dude. I've been watching the yeah. barbecue one, and man, one of those episodes mm. made me want to cry a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. These dude, bitches the be having the stories. Lady yeah, was sick, dude. I almost cried when she was talking about like how her son and her husband died, and she was just like, I don't really know what to do other than yeah. make barbecue, and she started to, and she didn't want to <laughs> talk to people, but then all of a sudden people started telling her like 
stories about how they used to come here and eat with her son you know when her son was cooking and they remember his smile all shit, and she started crying i'm like oh i'm about to cry dude i just want to like hold her let her know everything's gonna be all right make some brisket with her or some shit just I, like i will say that this, that late but dude shit, they don't make them like her anymore bro no like 87 she was going to work bro so. 87 still stirring coals and like fucking pulling yeah. those giant doors open and dragging meat around like that that crazy lady was crazy but I got a heavy gay vibe off her, right? Uh, <laughs> I thought she was hey, gonna say, dude. "I've never been married because I'm from Texas and they don't yeah. they don't like my kind around here." Yeah, good call. They got into like the husband and the son after, and I was like, "Yeah, what is this? She like scissoring somebody in the back here?" Yeah, What's let me tell on? you something. If you are wearing a button-down collared shirt that you tuck into your jeans, you don't have a husband. <laughs> You are the husband. <laughs> but apparently she didn't. She Good had call. some kids. You know, it's, it, it happens. Uh, My grandpa was gay and he it, had three kids. So this shit happens. Yeah, it does. <laughs> sure does. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was my week. So <laughs> <laughs> word. Nice. Dude. So, uh, so I have been, uh, t- you know, y- y'all know what it is, man. I'm always jumping around game to game. Uh, I realized I completely forgot about Batman Enemy Within, so I'm going to get on that again to try to beat it by next time to review it. But uh, other than playing some Stardew with the homies, I did it. I fucking installed P5 Royal, Persona 5 Royal. I know that I'm late, and some of y'all listening are like, what are you fucking talking about? It's Persona 5. It's already a multi-million seller. We all know it's good. Well, okay, I'm just really starting. This is a really dense game, and I'm really going to try. I am basically... About to kill Kamoshida, the first major thing. This game is so good. I don't really know how much I can really rant about it because I don't want to really like rant on the the story and stuff because it's it's just too much to get into. So I'm not going to do that. But um, it is such a fucking awesome game, and I kind of figured it in a way last night. I was thinking to myself, talking to myself about it. Like I think I found a way to describe what the actual like gameplay loop scenario is right so you're you're basically a kid who has been wrongly judged by the the i guess the judicial system whatever you were wrongly judged and you were labeled a bad person and now you find yourself in a situation where in the in the world you can come across people that you can tell this is a bad person right so just perchance the you know the first person you meet is it's a it's a corrupt school teacher and what it is is you meet these bad people and you have the opportunity to go into like a dream realm to where they to where how they see themselves truthfully and you can cut down their ego and kill their ego. Yeah, you go Thus, into their id basically, right? Isn't that the yeah. idea? Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. So it's almost like it's like you meet these people and I mean they're obviously selectively chosen. There's seven palaces and each palace is someone's true desire. The first guy, it's pretty much lust. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be seven sins. I think it's the seven sins. But you basically meet people who are corrupt or bad or something, and you can go into their id, into their subconscious, and and kill their fucking ego, thus making them an honest person. And that is a really like Brian, you know, like you're not sure, what, you probably don't know what this game is, but like it is so interesting. And then you pair that up with one of the best JRPG battle systems, turn-based battle systems ever, which is the Shin Megami Tensei battle system, which is basically, um, theological Pokemon. It's basically 
gods and demons Pokemon. It's really crazy. You capture these demons. It's I'll show you one day or send you a video so you can see what it is. But right. I could talk. I actually did last night or the night before. I talked to a friend for like three hours just about this first scenario with Kamboshida, this teacher. And man, I'm really loving it. I'm so excited to play more of it and i'm grateful it is very dense with a million different things to do there's so many it's kind of daunting with what the amount of things you can do and the fact that you have a there's a calendar system so if you're not paying attention you could fuck your game up by not doing things in time but uh i already know for a fact it's a five out of five like this is i mean obviously it's it's a renowned game so i'm just really happy that um Persona 5 Royal is the shit. Um, so I'm really, really enjoying that. Uh, also, Stardew with the homies, like I said. I think that's kind of like all I've been really like playing. Other than jumping around, you know, I've been playing some more Mortal Shell. Uh, I need to play more Mortal Shell because Aaron's going to... He's going to lap me pretty soon. So I got to make sure to beat it before he does. You already know. Yeah, dude. Well, I did it with Hellpoint. I just been together, bro. I've just been yeah. like, I dive in these games, and I'm like, well, now this is what I'm playing. And I generally don't do this, but I get like, for some reason, on these new good Souls likes, I'm like, all in. Yeah, like with Hellpoint, dude. You really, really dove into Hellpoint. Yeah, I put like 40 hours in it. in two weeks. Yeah, man. Um, let's see. I don't think I have any other notes. Yeah, I think that's all for games. It's odd. I'm trying to think what the hell. I usually go off for a while, but I think that's pretty much it for games and stuff. Uh, I did see. I did watch something, though. Actually, I'm watching it in pieces. It's an anthology thing. It's on Netflix. It's a Taiwanese horror anthology called Phobia 2. So it's just, I think, three to five 20-minute short films. Uh, and I've watched two of them. And that it's is pretty... like the most Jesse pick of all time. I love it. <laughs> it's like the most Jesse pick of That's all time. That's the type of shit we love, though. We love horror and like anthologies and shit. And uh, it's pretty neat. It, I mean, it isn't tied, so yeah, it's subtitled, so you have to deal with that. But uh, I'm not even wanting to spoil what they're about. I've watched the first two, but Phobia 2 um, is pretty dope. It's, um, it's pretty cool. It had some cool takes on, I mean, also like cultural differences. Like the first one is kind of like, it's basically the story of like a kid, like in America, it would be told as your kid's a delinquent, so you send him to boarding school. Well, in mm. the, in the in phobia, it's the kid got in trouble, so they sent him off to a monk commune in the in the forest. So it's this kid who's like modern day, but fuck, he's got to go live with these monks in the woods, and um, terror ensues. It's oh. not completely horror and traumatizing. It does have like some comedy. It's like it's like. It's how horror is. Horror is always a little campy and a little bit... Here's a couple of giggles here, but it is like creepy and scary type shit. Uh, but I did really enjoy that. So Phobia 2 is dope. Uh, also, I did pick up another record. I think maybe a couple, but I did pick up... I found Metallica S&M. Actually, I think I said that last time. 1999. I did say that last yeah, time. Yeah, you so. did. Uh, so, yeah. We did get Deftones dropped today. And uh, yeah, we did. I did we not did. get my vinyl yet, but uh, I listened It'll to the whole up. thing three times. No, no, I know it's coming. It's just I, I haven't gotten it yet. So um, yeah, I've been up. waiting before to get, give it the before, treatment. Before mm. we get to Devtones, I forgot. Oh, this is actually an important one to all the nerds out there. Uh, your boy finally made a Twitch. So I have a Twitch. I did do a couple of tests. So 
You're just I'd... now making a switch, bro? No, 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 a Twitch. A Twitch. I a, mean, a, a Twitch. That's stream. what I meant to say, yeah, a yeah. Twitch. My bad. I mean, I had it for years. I just never used it. So I went, found it, reclaimed it. Like, Aaron always streams on the Nerds Twitch. And then I you just... You gotta get on that shit, dude. I jump in and, like, talk with him as he plays. So I finally made my own. Um, nice. Everyone knows it's Jester954 everywhere. The My Twitch is different. It's The Jester. So it's T-H-E-J-E-S-T-E-R 954. Mm. So The Jester954 on Twitch. Um, bully me and make me do it because sometimes I'm like, like, you know, Aaron, how you said how Nate told you, like, hey, if you're gaming, why not be streaming? Um, sometimes I'm just like, oh, no, I'll just play by myself. But I might as well mm-hmm. so that Twitch sees me being active. Um. So yeah, so I'm gonna start doing some more of that. And um I got my first watcher the other day it was our boy Trevor Lapont. He jumped in, said what's up. Uh I've been streaming on Nerds the Podcast. So twitch.tv forward slash nerds the podcast. All one word. Cool. Um nice. sorry, I just I never plug it. Um, yeah, yeah. Mine's the Jester nine five four. So and if we can ever find a way to like double, like double screen it, that'd be cool too, but it might be a little much. Yeah, I don't know how to. <laughs> but we could try and figure it out. Yeah, but, the technology. Um, you can figure it out. We can rebuild him. But yeah, yeah, it was Deftones Day today for the new album Ohms is out. Oh, yeah. I did this. And I only got halfway through it, but every fucking song I heard was great. And I don't mean that in a fanboy sense because that has happened. Like, that did not happen with Gore with me. I fell asleep during Gore. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's good, but I never got through. I still have never gotten through Gore. Gore. Gore is good. It's not. Gr- I mean, I I I like it a lot. Uh, I don't like the mixing, and a lot of people hate on it. So you're not alone. And uh, in fact, Chino in an interview said that Stephen Carpenter basically admitted that he didn't give a fuck during that whole recording. He was well, just yeah, checked out. Chi, because Chi had fucking died. Well, no, Chi's been dead through uh, everything since Saturday Night Wrist, Kono oh, Yokan, a- uh, Diamond uh-huh. Eyes, all of that. Because mm, Koino Yokan was so good. Yeah. Fuck, so I think that was my favorite dude, last album since Koino Yokan. So how are the vocals on the new on the new joint? Oh, Deftones, they're great. It's, <laughs> it's so it's different. This is definitely a different uh, sound. I think it's also See, that's what I wanted to ask. Yeah. It's also very Deftones. <laughs> like at the same time, it's very it's different in a lot of ways because it in- incorporates a lot of like chino's other influences and some of his side projects where he usually takes that stuff i feel like you get a lot of like team sleep and a lot of crosses influences here Mm -hmm. um really in my favorite song which is uh the spell of mathematics the end of that just has this awesome two minute fucking instrumental just chill sound i don't even know how to describe it i think it's would be called shoegaze like trippy kind of synth with regular i don't know i don't know my genres but um well one of the reasons i wanted to ask is because last time i saw them live his voice was it was not quite what it was and i didn't know whether it was a bad day he was having or if it was kind of heading in that direction his voice was kind of uh struggling a little bit so i was just curious to hear you know but he's had to are. rebuild he's had to rebuild his vocal cords he's like so like live he is did one the whole thing john mayer thing right like he, they yeah he his shit yeah i feel it mean because chino does a lot of like like screeching and you yeah. can't really do that safely you will like same thing with the guy from um glass jaw 
um, Daryl Palumbo. Daryl Palumbo yeah. destroyed his fucking voice too. Well, and he also had Crohn's, so his Crohn's would get Ooh. exacerbated. Well, he has it, so when he would scream, he would fuck up his stomach a lot too. Um, but yeah, so I I saw Deftones four years ago. It was right after. It was right before Gore dropped, and man, they were incredible. So it must have been a bad day, you know. And I know that mm, yeah. there was a long time where Chino was terrible live because he was fucked up all the time. Yeah. Mm. Well, and yeah, like, I remember those. Real days. Yeah, I remember yeah. those days. Like I've only them seen them live. Back in the day. Yeah, I've only seen yeah. them live once, so I'm you know not the best judge. And I they're also my favorite band. So, um, nice. But yeah, if you if you like Deftones, I think you'll like this album. I saw you know mixed reviews here and there on um facebook of people just commenting on their posts but it would be like 30 people like i love this album and one guy like this is trash uh you know whatever but i think that's anything you know it's any any artistic endeavor you're gonna struggle with that but it's real good it's got some really heavy shit it's got some really chill shit it's just classic fucking deftones yeah baby i love it i'm looking uh um it's good. It, I I listened to it three times, and then I went back to Koino Yokan, and then I listened to uh, Portishead today for a little bit. Portishead, <laughs> holy shit! God, I Man, went through a phase. Back, yeah, I went through a phase, and like for some reason, in late high school, my buddy Mike, uh, my my oldest friend, my Brian, basically, <laughs> I've known him since I was seven mm. years old. Um, so thirty years of friendship at this point. Um, he went through a Portishead phase, like he was really into it, and uh, he got me into it. And I just, I don't know, it's such an interesting group, like their musicianship and their sound in general is just insane. Definitely yeah. unique, yeah. Yeah, for yeah sure. I haven't, I haven't delved into them. I know that Dummy is a very sought after mm-hmm. record. They yeah. don't press it very many of those, so they're expensive. They're about fifty dollars if you find them. I but, had um, that shit. That's what's up. Find it um, at. Um, what was it? Peaches? Sam at, oh, Peaches or like yeah. Sam Goody. Mm-hmm. Dude, you remember Peaches <laughs> yeah, back dude. in the day, bro? They had those crates and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They still sell people who can find peach, old Peaches crates for records. They sell them at record stores. They're like 40, 50 bucks for an old Peaches crate. Huh. I believe but, it. But yeah, dude. So this is your week, Brian. But since it's your first time here, it's basically who are you? What do you do? And like, what are you into? And give us the spiel. Like, you know. Oh, shit. Okay, give me the whole deal. Who is is Brian Wright? What is BMW on air? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. So that's my, uh, that's my um, handle. If anybody wants to give me a follow at BMW on air. So like he said, I've been knowing Jesse for shit going on like over 25 years. Like it's been a little over 25 years. Yeah. So we like grew up together. Um, I was into a lot of different shit before I used to own a pharmaceutical supply company when I was younger and I just was like engaged to get married and, uh, ended up breaking up and I was like, man, I don't like dealing with doctors offices and uh, like doctors office managers. I just can't stand. So I wanted to make a change. So when I was like 25, put myself through school and uh got on the air started um i actually was really lucky started in school in like july i got hired on air an on-air gig in august and i was covering the miami dolphins by september 
which was like a dream of mine. So it all happened really fast. And you and mean that you was got like, on air, like on the radio? On the radio. So you became yeah, a radio, radio. like a. Yeah, like a, I was doing, I did traffic and news when I first started. And then um, they asked me, like, you know, if you're interested in sports. And I was like, of course, yeah, and I love the Finneys and that. So I started covering sports. And uh, that was 2011. And I've been on the air since down here. I've kind of bopped around a little bit, but uh, just recently do this whole Corona thing. Um, me along with like 85% of my colleagues got let go because radio took a gigantic hit. So, uh, still actually looking like it, it's nothing's set in stone, but, uh, it's looking like I might be getting on the back on the air soon, but this whole thing has been kind of a really tough time for radio jocks and, and people in the, in the radio industry, they've taken a big hit, but, uh, like that's what I've been doing for the last 10 years. And I'm just thankful that I've got other shit going. I've got the podcast. I do voiceovers. I have live shows that I do. And, um, so I was one of the lucky ones that didn't put all my eggs in that radio basket, even though, you know, you're always going to have some in there and I always am going to have that love for the radio if I can get back on there. But I'm, uh, it's not looking awesome right now. So I'm off the air at the moment and just doing my podcast. I have mental reps podcast. I just did my first uh, live podcast last Monday with Brett Ernst, a uh, very funny comedian, a buddy of mine. Oh, and shit. Brett Ernst. Rash yeah. Rashad, uh, Rashad Butler. Okay. He's a uh, ex Miami hurricane and he uh, played for Houston Texans and Pittsburgh's. It oh, broke up for a second. Sponsor, uh, The Field. It's an Irish pub down here, which is this awesome shout-out to The Field. Repeat the last thing about your sponsor. You broke yeah, up for a second. Yeah, you broke up from after talking about where Rashad played to right before oh, The okay. Field, which, by the way, Wednesday nights, they have a uh, Rod Stewart impersonator. Oh, uh, I, I was just oh, about to ask. It's funny that you mentioned oh, okay. that. So, yeah, so Rashad Butler is a ex Miami Hurricane. He used to play for like the Houston Texans, Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, I met him at uh, my radio gig because they're the sports station 790, which I work for every once in a while. They were like right next door to the Shark. So um, ran to him, became buddies, and we just did our first live podcast last week, which was a real success, and uh, we've got some more coming up. But I've been doing my podcast, uh, Mental Reps, as well. I've got some episodes up with, like, if you're – some are, like, sports-oriented. I talk to some sports people, but mostly comedians, to be honest with you. I mean, I talk to everybody, but if you're a comedy fan – um, definitely check out Mental Reps Podcast. It's my podcast, and I've got uh, – them all up wherever you can listen or, or watch on YouTube or Shit. whatever that you you go back far enough I'm on that bitch that's the first podcast I did uh, that's right you was your show uh probably dude what year even that was maybe 2010 uh, that well uh, no that was like 2012 uh ah, no dude that was like it was, 2012 was, no because it was before that whole it was before like I moved out and all that shit I think it was like 2011 20 I guess 2011 I actually have the I have the dates on them. I think it's like 2012, 2013. Okay. It feels like it's fucking 15 years ago. I know. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So I've been keeping really busy with the podcast and thankfully been, you know, got some sponsors and uh, having some good guests on and that's going pretty well. And I do voiceovers. Um, that's another thing that I've been trying to um, break into like cartoons and video games and shit because uh, that's like the next step 
as far as what I'm trying to do, I was able, I've been able to do a lot of stuff that have been like goals of mine. And that is definitely one of them. And, um, I already did some stuff like for EA, like I like some punch up work for Madden, like 180, like shit. Like I did some shit like that. Some <laughs> stuff that you guys so probably sick. would never hear that. Um, you guys <laughs> don't play Madden. I know that you guys don't give a shit about Madden, but it's okay. So I do some shit games like that, and um, but I'm trying to break into the video games and like cartoons more. That's kind of like uh, my next goal and step. Wait, I didn't know that, dog. You did voice work for like Madden, like the like the the players like yelling up. shit out, like just yelling. Yeah, shit. yeah, I was you? punched up. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> I, I awesome. caught. Like I think only two of them got in there, but uh, hey, man, there's yeah. two more than none, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was like some punch up, but it was cool, man. Cool experience. And uh, my buddy Jeremy, shout out to Jeremy who works at EA Sports. He's literally, he's like the head engineer there, and the on the reason that Madden comes out on time every year, pretty much. And um, he's not allowed to tell me shit, even when we talk. And it's like just him and I. I'm like, so what's going on with this new shit coming out? Like he's like, nah, bro, NDA, NDA. I can't, I can't. I'm like, fuck. But uh, yeah, man. So I keep him busy with that and. That's like basically, you know, the work stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm really enjoying the podcast. I, like I said, I got some comedians up there like Pablo Francisco and uh, Aaron. It sounded like you recognize Brett Ernst and, yeah. and like Esther Koo and a bunch oh, of other people Koo. on there. So if you guys like co- comedians, check me out on there. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> so Dude, that's I, like I, the work I, stuff. I will say really quick about the Pablo Francisco thing. I just have to like say this. Because if anyone's familiar with Pablo Francisco, he's a mile a minute crazy dude. He honestly, the dude sounds like he's like zooted out, like he's on blow the whole time. He he's sounds like, like it, yeah. He I know. sounds like like cocaine meets like if you gave cocaine to like a like a fucking a clown, right? And he's really funny. He's got great impressions. He's super you're fast. You're breaking up a little bit there, or at least I don't. No, it. you're Sorry. fine. Am I good? You're fine. I'm all right. Head. So, uh, okay, so Brian has an episode of his podcast where it's him and Pablo Francisco talking. Now, Pablo just fucking railroads everybody. Aaron, I think you're familiar. It's kind of how I do to you. I don't mean mm-hmm. to, but when you're just talking and talking and talking, and I'm listening and I'm like, damn, dude, this must be stressful because Pablo Francisco doesn't stop. He's going, going, and. Not to give you props because you're my boy. I remember I called you at like four in the morning or texted you. And I was like, dude, look at you toe to toe with this fucking maniac. Because you got to be on your toes to be able to keep up with that guy. And mm. and you can actually keep up with him. And I do want to point out one funny thing. So Paulo Francisco is known for his impressions. And you guys are going back and forth. You have talking, talking, and then he's doing impressions, whatever. And then you're like, you're like, oh, and then you do it a Morgan Freeman impression. And he goes, oh, you got a Freeman, right? So he acknowledges, oh, you got a George, mm. uh, a Morgan Freeman impression. And Pablo, for a, like two, a word and a half, attempts to start doing a Morgan Freeman impression. And you could tell in his head, he he, he thinks, oh shit, no, this is better. Let me stop. So you kind of oh, got shit. him on that one because it's true. He's like, oh. And it was like just to see you be able to spar with somebody that crazy, that quick, and also a dude who's been doing it for so long. Like he's used to like, oh, let me go on this fucking interview or radio show or whatever with somebody and just freaking take over. And he couldn't. Like you, you're good at your craft, like interviewing and like having conversations and shit. And uh, Thanks, man. I think that Pablo Francisco, just that episode, it shows like if you can hang with that 
freaking guy. When when I say like maniac or psychopath, it's in all love because like we went to go see <laughs> no, him live and shit. You know what I mean? That's his shtick. Is he's fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. I would have a I would have a breakdown trying to talk to him because I would be like, oh, I can't. But to see how you could maintain your composure, still stay relevant in the conversation, and keep it all wrangled in, that was like uh, it was it was pretty good. It was like it was like expert vocal jujitsu. <laughs> good looking out man i appreciate that a lot man no it's it's fun dude just talk with him like honestly when i first interviewed him for my old station 104.3 the shark i was just sitting on the phone with him like just smiling the whole time and just like it, i felt like i had like a quarter and i was just putting kept putting quarters into his jukebox to just be like this and that and he would kept pumping out but like you said like uh it's fun to try and you know um, I don't know. Uh, you were definitely very nice about that, but I, to at least try and get in there and mix it up a little bit. It's a lot of fun, man. And it's weird, dude. It's like, that's one of the things that he kind of said to me as well after our interview and, uh, how we kind of, he just hit me up the other day and sent me a whole new batch of samples that he's guys, bro. I'm sitting here listening to like all this shit that Pablo Francisco recorded from. He wants me to use them as samples for a rap. And we're putting a new like rap together. And it's like, I can't fucking wait to release it. And everybody's oh going to be fucking dope. And, uh, and it's weird. Like I, I just did the live thing with Brett Ernst the other night and I'm, this is going to sound, I'm going to fucking like, I'm like dropping names or whatever, but it's just cool that they're like buds. Now I'm going to watch like the Canes game with him tomorrow. We're going to do some more work together. And, uh, it's just really fun, man, which is like the reason why, the big reason why I like, you know, just doing any of this is that you get to meet really cool people and some of what, you know, most of which you're just going to be like, all right, we, you know, if you see him again, you're like, oh, that's cool. Like, hey, man, you're a nice guy, whatever, or a nice girl. Uh, but we don't know each other that well. We had a good interview and that's it. But every once in a while, um, you just kind of hit it off with some people and uh, they end up being friends. And it's like really weird. It's like, what is Brett Ernst calling me for? Like, shouldn't you be on Cobra Kai somewhere <laughs> on Netflix or some shit? But um, <laughs> so that's just like a fun little side part of it. And um, uh, but yeah, so it's fun. And if anybody wants to, again, check out the podcast, I appreciate it. Give us a like or whatever. I know that's uh, like like I said, I know you got some comedy fans. There's comedy nerds out there as well that uh, might dig oh, yeah, it. Man. But uh, as far as video games and shit, what I've been playing... Oh, wait, I, last, thing, last thing with the comedy, if, just let Esther Kuh know if she's into 35-year-olds who are depressed and live with their mom, holler, <laughs> holler at your boy, Jester954. <laughs> Yo, dude, she, she's cool, man. I was talking to her the other day, too, and I was trying to get her to come out to my live show, and she just responds, COVIRUS, in all caps. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, I forgot. Yeah, you're Korean. You know all about this shit. You're not taking any chances. And... um. Uh, she, yeah, dude, she's actually pretty cool, man. And she, I think she's single and she's kind of asked about like a friend or two. And like, I, I'm just saying like, you know, she might be interested. She's around. I'll see if I can, uh, if, okay. And she can, <laughs> if she can beat the four Kings solo, <laughs> That's a dude, dark she, I, she's a, I think she's a gamer. I don't know what she plays, but, um, yeah, anyway, but I've also, like, I don't know if anybody, again, it's not all comedians. Like, I had, like, Ron McGill on, who is the uh, director of Zoo Miami. He's kind of, like, our local Steve Irwin. He's just super enthusiastic about animals and shit. Yeah, That was a really famous. fun interview. 
Um, he and was on Wild yeah, Boys, had, wasn't like, he? Some authors coming up and shit. Always oh, got something different. What was that, Aaron? He was on Wild Boys, wasn't he? I don't think was he actually, dude. He might have been. Yeah, I think he was the a Jackass. Consultant. The Jackass show. Wild yeah, Boys? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I had a friend who was a uh, who used to go to school with Johnny Knoxville's ex girlfriend, and they were. <laughs> filming like they just got done with jackass uh i think it was like the first movie or something i was like so what's going on with jackass and she's like yeah they're filming some weird shit like out in the wilderness where they fuck with animals and i was like what how is that gonna work and then wild boys came out like a year later i was like holy shit she was right um i forget how we got but you were that, saying sorry. no you were saying uh so 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 what we're really here for nerds so, hey, thank you for sharing that with us. It's awesome. BMW on air. That's why I'm so proud of my boy. It, growing up with you, Brian was always into sports. It, this was what shows you that you got, you can really be friends with somebody who you don't have that much in common with. Because mm. you could you can literally give me season tickets to the Dolphins, and I won't go. I had season <laughs> tickets to the Dolphins for about four years because my parents had them. And every Sunday, they'd be like, Dolphins game. And I was like, nah. I'm gonna stay home and play Bro, Devil May oh Cry. I'm gonna play God. Street Fighter, and I just but but yeah. Brian Brian's one of these rabid, you know. I still call it Joe Robbie, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, okay. you know, like all day sports fans. And to grow up a friend of yours and eventually like be able to like tune into the radio and hear you covering the sports was awesome. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> Miami. Sorry, I know that's not my podcast. It's just you said that I had to do the drop. I just had to. Um, yeah, it's the Miami Dolphin song. Um, so <laughs> it was dope to like see you grow up and be able to like to realize that, and that's awesome. Oh, and I'm proud of you for all the radio stuff. But let's get into some nerd shit. Thanks, and, dude. And what's good with some video games, Bry? So, what are some of the games that you like to play? Okay. So, uh, you know, it's really changed throughout my whole life. I just, I grew up, you know, with the classics, of course, the like everything that you guys probably talk about. I had Galaga, fucking Super Pitfall, the Mario Brothers and all that shit. Grew up with all that and uh, turned into, I've always been a big Street Fighter guy. You know that. I've mm -hmm. been to your little party Ukins at the crib. Yep. And uh, I've always been Brian's a Street Fighter a, guy. I've got a mean cami. <laughs> actually yeah well yeah cammy uh and the newer ones i fucks with cammy yeah i like Cam uh, cammy Before, a lot but you got a good cammy mix it up yeah but um i always am gonna love you know fucking street fighter i grew up playing killer instinct fucking all that shit but if you're talking about like shit that i've been playing lately it would yeah. be like i said nba 2k i've been playing a little bit just because miami miami heat are killing it right now i know you guys don't give a shit but we're about to head to the finals to play lebron and the lakers so i'm pretty pumped about that i've been playing a little 2k i've been playing cuphead uh are you guys familiar okay, with cuphead yeah, yeah keith yeah. Um, one of our other hosts he played the shit out of that yeah that is a very challenging game dude just like the perfect kind of balance between fuck this it's way too hard and holy shit like you can get it if you just stick with it and it's very difficult it's like definitely a skill game but i've been really enjoying uh, fucking around with cuphead and i've got my expert i think everything's done on hard and now i'm about like i don't know my overall file is at like 163 so i've got a little work to do on my expert and Corey's been helping me out a little bit with that and yeah. um well that's something I, I, to scoff at what you just said so like 
we know that Cuphead Cuphead is very difficult standard. So it's that's hard the thing easy. is yeah yeah. So that's the thing is uh, we have another friend Corey who's also my second oldest friend, and uh, after a couple of years, Brian and Corey became like really close, and then Corey brought in like Mario Kart, Smash. And then that became a thing. Like Brian and Corey were always playing Mario Kart and Smash, and I would be hanging oh, out with yeah, them. I was about to get into Mario Kart. Don't worry, I yeah. got more to say about Kart. And uh, and they would play a lot, and I'd be like, nah, because you know me, I don't like fun or anything nice. So I'd be like, no. I'd bring my laptop, and I would play like Dead Cells on Steam while they played Mario Kart. But uh, Corey got Brian into Cuphead, I and I was big like, boy games. yeah, I would say that I play big boy games because they'd be games. playing Mario Kart and. Uh, they started playing Cuphead, but I was like, fuck Cuphead because it's an Xbox exclusive, even though I know it's a basically a Mega Man boss type game. And these fuckers play Cuphead on, like, Expert. Yeah, and it's dude. crazy to watch them. Dude, it's pretty neat. Yeah, man. It's fun and it's challenging. And uh, I've been really enjoying it. It's just, again, I think that they're coming out. They've been talking about coming out with the, uh, the new one for a while now. So I'm looking forward to that shit and we'll expand it, uh, maps on that. I... Like uh, Jesse just said, I'm always, always, always down for cart. That is one of those. It's funny. Like just out of all the games I play, like I said, Mario, uh, Mario, the Street Fighters and all that. But like Mario Kart, I would say I am the best at compared to anybody else that I know, if you want to put it that way. Like, no, I have a lot of buddies that, like, <laughs> Corey's like they palms, can fuck Corey's me up. Corey's palms are itching right now. Oh, dude, there's the very, like, one of the very first mental reps ever. There's a video of me beating Jeff and him getting very upset. And because he was just like, you know, when you pride yourself on being a good cart player and you talk a lot of shit like we were and I do, um, when you get stomped, it's, uh, it's demoralizing and yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it's like I used to play risk the board game with friends and everybody. Oh, like I've never lost or whatever. And you beat somebody in risk. Like they take it personally. It's kind of like that with like Mario Kart. It's like, dude, you just like kind of rip out their heart and battle <laughs> mode. And second. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what Seth is doing to I Aaron and I with Dark Souls that. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron and I pride ourselves on the Dark Souls series and we like a buddy of ours is like I'm going to take a swing at it finally and he's just <laughs> fucking No, in Dark Souls 2 he's literally trolling us cuz he's running around fucking punching shit like he's using the <laughs> Cestus which is a cool fist weapon it's like a you know brass knuckles basically but it's like brass like knuckles yeah studded leather <laughs> knuckles and they're strong they're strong in every one of the Dark Souls games they're like a fun thing to do but he's but like running niche. around, no shirt on, <laughs> punching shit. <laughs> That's why when he he posted a video of that, it's like it was like fighting in church because there's a part in the game where you go into this church and there's this demonic congregation, and uh, That's cool. and it's it's his character is like shirtless with this with this double cestus just rolling around punching these dudes, and my comment was the disrespect. <laughs> yeah, oh shit! I just got an email. Remind everybody. I just got an email, Jesse. My uh, ohms has shipped. It'll be here on the on Wednesday. Awesome, dude! Beautiful. And I mean, it's your oh. ohms, but it's our oh, ohms. I'm you. gonna give it to you, but it'll be ours. Really like both thank ours. You, we just keep it in my place. Um, <laughs> I also just canceled my order for the PlayStation 3D Pulse headset because I, I was doing some reading um, while sports talk was going on. No offense, I just have zero interest in sports. Um, Disrespect. <laughs> 
<laughs> the disrespect. And I was just like kind of looking around um, and I realized 3D audio is going to work on any decent set of headset headphones. Like it's just a. Oh, it's and a we thing. have Sony it's, PS Golds. Well, I have Golds, but I also have my Panasonic like audiophile headphones that I use now. They're fucking great and they're going to be fine. Nice, because mm-hmm. 3D audio is not something that's within the headset. It's it's within the system itself. It's it's a something that's enabled inside the system. So, you know, any headset is going to be fine. You know, be audio output. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because even like regular, like a decent pair of cans, when you're playing Call of Duty, you can hear somebody behind you. It's just it's just 3D. Like it's like stereo. It's like advanced stereo sound. But now... I, I remember the first time I found where you could hear above you, below you, mm-hmm. or behind you. That was crazy. Well, and mm. I can hear it right now. Like when I was playing Mortal Shell, I could hear where the guys were shooting me from, you know? Yeah. Uh, on these Panasonic, which are great. Um, but now the question is, do I cancel the DualSense charging station that I got a little... Since I got a two-controller bundle... It was th- Are you going to use it? Well, it's a little $30 external charger. It's just a dock, but it's a Sony, you know, official one. Yeah. And it's like, why not have it sit it where that way I'm not just laying them on top of where I put them now. I could just drop them onto that. And then I have the uh, USB available. You know, I don't need to constantly swap the cable or trade, you know, between one and the other. I, I would just- say Aaron, I got not- a question for you. Yes, sir. It's not monetarily bad. Just get it. Are, are you OCD? No. No, not at all. Because I'm a, I, I am I'm about bad. I'm a little bit OCD, mm-hmm. and I just like little things like you're describing. Of like, am I gonna just set the controllers there, or can I have this night like neat little thing to pop them on? And I always tend to go for that, not because I need yeah. it, because it's aesthetically pleasing, and I get to look at that clean instead of shit just piled on top of each other. Yeah, I definitely have OCD about certain things. Well, I have you know uh compulsions about uh order when it comes to certain things but things like that sure not as bad but like if i have a stack of paper on my desk it has to be 100 percent in line every single piece mm. has to be lined up like <laughs> if you stack up you know like i noticed like the my first the first time i noticed that my bocd was when i was like fucking seven or eight dude no joke i was setting like you know, the plastic cups next to our Deer Park water bottle, those mm-hmm. big ass five gallon things. And I would put the cups like side by side and one stack was higher than the other. And I just could not have that. Like they had to line them up. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, dude. What is this? I don't like it. Yeah, it's so I I I the to me I was like well, people used to make fun of me at work because I was in billing at my old job uh, as a supervisor of the billing department at a law firm. So I would have paper invoices that I had to have, you know, that the system would automatically print them. So I would just have them for the shred pile, but I would keep them in a stack to my right. And every time I put one on, I would readjust the whole stack so they're all lined mm-hmm. up and people would fuck with me yeah, and they would make dude. me so mad. Like They would always come just touch them. And I'm like, just, just leave them. You know why they're like that. Cause I like it that yeah, way. Dude. Like, why? Yeah, why is dude, your? They gotta poke it a little bit. They gotta poke you a little bit. I'd just have to see, yell this. Just to see. Shut it down. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, John Taffer. John Taffer. Um, uh, but I don't know. It changes. It... Thing... <laughs> Sorry. <go laughs> it changes the order. So I just took a hundred dollars off the order. So now I'm not spending uh 1070 total dollars on my <laughs> PlayStation 5 setup I'm spending you know 970, 970. 
Um, but this goes from 171. It would go down to like, let's see, 130, 39, 38. Well, you guys got to get this shit because that's like an investment, bro. Well, that's what I thought. So Jesse's not that's getting kinda... it. I, if I can find one, I'll probably grab a system. Yeah, I didn't mean I it like that. I just don't think I'm going to be able to He's going to do his He's going to do his Jester 954 shit, and he's going to wait until like they come out with the slim one yeah, or some shit, and say. then he'll get and he'll get that. Or he'll, mm. uh, yeah. That's but this time they did the thing. They did. Yeah, there's a system seller this time. It's Demon's Souls Remastered. Or remi- remake. Like Demon's Demon Souls Remake, and... If I can find a system in the wild, I will probably just impulse buy it. You know what's crazy? Sorry, not to interrupt you. You know what's crazy? Just thinking about it. They haven't announced a collector's edition of Demon's Souls. And I already have mine pre-ordered, but like when that comes out, I'm 100% canceling this pre-order and pre-ordering that one. Oh, you think they're going to do a special edition for it? Of course they They always have. Oh shit, dude! You know what's crazy? You and I, the two biggest Sekido like <laughs> haters, have the fucking collector's edition with the statue. I know, right? <laughs> the one, the, the one from game, the one from Soft's game that defeated us. Yeah, and we have the fucking box set with the fucking <laughs> coins and this. The fucking statue's in my room, looking at me. I should melt that thing. Oh, dude, haters spend the most money sometimes, <laughs> just so they can hate. Yeah, that statue no, looks at Jesse and goes, "Hey, to hate." That statue we looks at Jesse we and goes, "Hi, hater." <laughs> Every morning oh, he wakes man. up, the statue just says that to him. We also have, <laughs> I have a great Instagram photo of the day Dark Souls Three came out. We went and got our collector's edition, big boxes, and we went and mm-hmm. got fucking ramen together. We got, and Jesse, we got a spicy miso ramen. Yeah, we it was spicy curry ramen because it was Go Bistro. Oh, and yeah, theirs Go is Bistro Miso. Uh, sorry, Miso. It's curry. Uh, and I have a picture of you praying with two chops, you know, with chopsticks in your hands. Uh, That's awesome. It's good day. No gray in your beard either. I know, right? Now there's a big old, like, you know, it's funny when people card me now for cigarettes, I just tilt my head up and lift my mask and I go, are the grays in my beard enough? And yeah. then they go, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've Dude. got, I've got quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's over, man. I got fucking gray chest hairs now. I've got fucking ear hair now. It's a really cool new development. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Like knowing that I have to trim my ear hair for the rest of my life. That's like just something really to look forward to. I've got some scragglers. Yeah. They come on the outskirts of my ear and I have to yank them out. Yeah, it's weird. Man. I knew Sucks. I was getting old when I had long nose hairs showing up and I just rip them out. Yeah, that's a bitch. Nose hairs yeah. are the pain of my existence. I have white ones. Gray bushes bush where it's gonna. That's where it's all gonna turn. Once <laughs> once my bush starts turning gray, then it's like. Yeah, oh. I don't have grays in my pubes yet. My sister just turned forty yesterday. No. Oh, nice. She got a gray bush. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. You know, <laughs> she moved to Georgia, so. <laughs> I don't know. You brought her up when we were talking about gray bushes. I just figured. No, I, just... I, I was thinking like what makes me feel old, and it's like oh. she's only two years okay. older than me. So I was like, where is he going with this? Uh, no, no, no. The molestation, I like see. the I ancestral see. molestation on my side, was with my cousin from oh, on my dad's no. side. Yeah. Now that we're talking about gray bushes, let's bring up some siblings of mine. <laughs> yeah, she's a uh, she's a scumbag too, a crackhead. She's no. she. It was funny because cool. I was talking to someone about like my shitty family. I have a very shit family. Um, oh, dude, my sister. I have a sister who's a crackhead. We can like bond on not- it. Well, no. So I was telling them this is why I say this because 
I was telling him that <laughs> I was laughing at her brother because he he's getting a divorce, and my sister called me to tell me we just laugh, laugh, laughed like we just <laughs> had a blast laughing at them. And I'm like, it was yeah, like yeah. it was like the time she called me to tell me my cousin Dusty of all fucking dumbass <laughs> names. You already know she sucks. Her name is fucking Dusty. Uh, my sister called me oh. to tell me she jumped off a building, <laughs> and I started laughing. <laughs> And then she said, I mean, she lived, and then I laughed even harder. And she was like, bro, it's a little dark that you laughed. That's worse. <laughs> She's like, it's a little dark that you laughed before I told you she lived. And I'm like, of course she fucking lived. She's a piece of shit. They live forever. Like, the Cockroaches. roaches. Yeah. But then my friend was like, it's a little dark. And I'm like, ah, eh, she sort of molested me when I was a kid. So it's like, I can, I can hate her. I'm allowed to. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, she I just passed. She I just made me show her my dick and showed me her boobs. But it's like that's bo- that's pretty molesty, you know. I was yeah, like, you're not allowed to do that. I was in kindergarten. Yeah. I want to say you were kindergarten, and wow. she was like twelve. Right. <laughs> you know, dude. I mean, I mean, it could have been worse. Well, the worst that's part is that same say. day she then wanted to go drive to the yeah, it's like not great to the corner store and i was like you don't have a license i was like a little nerd you know <laughs> little do-gooder kindergartner i'm like mm-hmm. you don't have a license you're not allowed to drive and she was like yes i do and showed me a library card and you know i was dumb as shit and probably couldn't read <laughs> and so i was like oh <laughs> checks out and she fucking tricked me into getting in the car she was babysitting me this is how this all went down and then she reversed her car through her mom's garage door it was her mom's oh, car she reversed her mom's car through the garage door and then tried to blame me. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's so a crackhead. That's your sister did that? No, no, my cousin. My cousin. My cousin, cousin? Dusty. Shit. Oh, Dusty. Dusty. Dusty Lynn is her Dusty full name. From, um, Dusty from Twister, bro. Philip <laughs> Seymour Hoffman. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Rip in peace. P-Sai. P-Hoff. I tried to make a nickname out of that. didn't work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude! I appreciate the effort. But yeah, anyways, so that was uh, the uh, therapy corner, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> little therapy um, segment. Yeah, I don't know if I did it right. I hope that. Uh, <laughs> oh no, you'll you guys. you'll learn quickly. I don't care. I talk about all of the horrific things in my life. We spent yeah, we we kind of just laid out. We spent almost line. a full year talking about my asshole. So yeah. <laughs> oh, dude! It's okay. I could. I have some thoughts. Do you? Not on your asshole in particular. Mm. Just, uh, you know, assholes in general and mine. <laughs> I did read you guys a Reddit headline right before we started recording that made me laugh. It was a really guy's... quick. Do you, do you, have you pooped yourself as an adult? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cause I, I mean, I could talk about that for a I shit bit. my pants <laughs> at like 22 standing in my friend's bathroom brushing my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even like because you started gagging or something and it just came no, out what, what happened it wasn't even like a fart like i wasn't like oh, i'm gonna fart and, and i put my pants it just started coming out of my body it was just like <laughs> poison liquid it was i had an an there was omelet. no warning signs at all i had had an omelet from ihop and oh. immediately got back and was like i don't feel great but Take a, a shower over my hammy. Yeah, I'll yeah. take a shower. You know, brush my teeth, go to bed. I'll I'll just you know sleep this off. And as I was brushing my teeth, I just shit my underwear. And then uh, <laughs> the next day, we went to uh, we went to go to my friend that guy's girlfriend's work. She was waitress, and she hated this other girl that she worked with. And she he was like, "Hey, let's fuck with her. This girl, 
well, bring your shitty underwear. And so we wrapped them around her doorknob oh, for her car. no. <laughs> so she had to touch them. And the worst uh. part is the fucking worst part. This is the even worst part. So then we go inside to eat, meet the girl that like his girlfriend hates. Sweetest girl on earth. Like, sweetest girl. Super nice. Like, super friendly. And the deed was already done, you know? Like, <laughs> it already happened. Even if I took him off, there was probably poop on the the door handle. You know, she was gonna touch it. Yeah. And his girlfriend ended up cheating on him. She was, she sucked anyways. I should have known that the girl she would hate was awesome because she was so terrible. You know. Yeah. Generally, terrible people I, hate nice people. <laughs> I uh, I shit myself at the gym once. Ooh, <laughs> that's the dark timeline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, it was tough. Then basic, and my friend worked there at the time. So, like, I was doing leg presses. I mean, you can see where this is going. Oh, no, you shot liquid diarrhea. Yeah, dude, and I was just like, you know, you're like three quarters of the way up, and you're struggling to get that last, like, little bit of extension. And you're just like, oh, that's just like an innocent little jalapeno popper fart. Like, you know, (laughs) this little pop, like, that's just going to come out, and you're going to be good. It was not like that at all. And it just came and I it was it was horrible because I don't know anybody, of course, like remembering this as an adult, like you remember the details and shit like I started like shitting and and closed the door. So I'm like, it's like the shit's already out. But then I got a bunch of shit just like we're already on our way out. Like, come on. And I'm just like, no. So I get up, dude. And I like 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 penguin walk to the bathroom and I get in the stall and I'm taking my shit off, right? And I'm taking off my shit-filled boxers. And the stall is like, the bottom is up like two feet almost, Oof, like a, yeah. like 18 inches. <laughs> so you can, like, as See I've got feet. shit-filled underwear, like I'm like... <laughs> oh, you're breaking up. And I hear these dudes go, yo, yo. So I'm, I'm taking, like, my shit-filled underwear and peeling them off my ankles and i hear this dude just go yo yo look dude homie shit his pants like, homie, look, look. and i hear them laughing right and i'm like oh my god and, there, and i hear a couple more people walk in and say god damn what is that smell and i'm like oh, oh my god the water's like, not there to cover it. yeah there's nothing yeah. smothering the scent oh no, it's just out there bro so i'm sitting in there and like mind you when i walked in i got like my bag so i could like change so i come out i go into the shower i like fucking shower off i come out my buddy charlie who worked there charlie kornhauser he meets me at the front and he's just got this shit eating grin on his face he's like hey buddy you shit your pants, dude? And I was like, no, nah, man, what are you talking about? No, nah. he's like, buddy, you don't have to lie, man. I I, I saw. I, I saw. I'm like, bro. And we just literally, his two other buddies come around the corner, and we all just start laughing. And I'm like, okay, like, I can't. You, you, I just had to surrender. Because not only that I did it, but I had an audience, which made it, like, uh, Listen, extra horrible. The last two times yeah. I shit my pants, I was wearing the same pants, so... You know, I it were my gray jeans that I don't, they're ripped up now, but I was dating my mm. uh, my wife when we first started dating. I had known her for a while, you know, I'd, we hadn't known each other for years, but we were dating uh, at this point and we went to eat dinner with uh, at my friend's house and I was like, oh, I gotta, cr- I gotta poop. So I went upstairs and I just didn't make it, you know, I just shit right in my, I was trying <laughs> yeah, to unbuckle my it. belt and just it. shit right in my pants next to a litter box. 
And then uh, in the bathroom, like a foot from the toilet. Right next to the litter yeah. box. They're like, you're you're worse than the cat. You can't even get in the fucking box. And it wasn't a lot. Yeah. It wasn't a lot. This was like the first initial like, and I was like, no. And, you know, your body sees the toilet and it's like, oh, it is time. Like your brain, your eyes tell your brain the toilet's here. And your brain yeah. goes, it's the like poop when comes when out you're now. Running, you're holding it, but you're around the corner to your house. Oh, yep. yeah. And, and your body goes, tricks. oh, I'm ready. Yeah. No. Yes, dude. You, I, you have to play mental tricks and be like, I've literally done that. Been walking to my place and my, I feel my asshole just like opening it up as I'm putting the keys <laughs> in my doorknob. And I'm like, no, I got, I got to tell Ready? my, my brain that I have to walk like a hundred yards until I get to the bathroom. Once I get in the house, it's the only way. It's like yeah. the mental game, dude. The mental game. Aaron, I, I cut you off, but you were next to the litter box. Oh, yeah. So then I just had to come downstairs carrying my underwear, and everyone was like, what happened? I'm like, well, I definitely just shit my pants. That's why would you I be walking. You told them? Yeah, like, why would I walk down here with my fucking underwear out of my pants? I shit no, you did, did it. Did it seep through the boxers or whatever to the no, pants no, no, themselves? No. Thank God. They're oh, dude, light gray, And that's too. your fuck up, bro. You could have gotten away with that. Like, oh, I have that, baby. Dude. You got you to gotta dispense of no. the soiled shit. Who cares? You gotta, I'm going to throw no. them and, into their garbage can. They were in a neighborhood where everyone had individual garbage cans. So like, no, you, you throw them in the trash can in the bathroom and cover it with the, some paper towels or some it, shit. You put it in the trash can in the bathroom, then you either text or go downstairs to your, downstairs to your boy and go, Hey, give me a bag to change the trash in the bathroom. I got to throw something outside. And you tell him in private, but you don't tell the pretty girl that you're going to marry that you just shit your pants. But then again, you still got to marry her. So yeah. The honesty you just don't marry the person out. you can't tell you shit your pants. Duh. Hey, this is um, yeah. number four, by the way. I'm just throwing it out there. Where are okay. you guys at? How are you um, Jesse? No, uh, I finished my glass two. of water. I'm at two still. I got to be careful. Um, um, so wait. The last time that I had an urgent, like, uh-oh moment, I, my, Jesse's been to my house, so I'm in a townhouse complex, and there's, like, I only have one parking spot, but there's, like, a million guest spots, so there's generally places to park, uh, mm. and I always leave my spot for my wife, just so that she doesn't have to walk too far, and, you know, I don't mind if I My wife. To, my wife. Uh, but I had Sorry a shit, like, it was one again. of those times I was driving, and you're, like, clutching the wheel, being like, please, like, help me. Yeah, you see the red light, and you just, you're, like, praying. We don't even believe in God, but you're praying anyways. To anyone, yeah. Just like, please, God, I'm sorry for not believing in you. I love Jesus. I accept him as my savior. It's just, don't let me shit my pants right now. Not in the car, but so I'm pulling into my neighborhood, and there's, like, all these, uh, like, box trucks like in the, all the guest spots and like people doing work and i was like yolo dude unbuttoned my pants unbuckled my belt pulled my zipper down and i have uh a uh, digital door lock so i can unlock it on a phone in my app so i unlocked that bitch and i just ran past all of them with my pants like wide open like yolo dude y'all know what this is already i have yeah. no shame when it comes out like if you have as much diarrhea as i've had in my life you just learn to like it's I, I still can't shit when someone else is in the bathroom with me. That's a struggle I have. But yeah, it's the people I can't knowing either. it's like I'm, so you just like you go to the bathroom, you you paint the bowl and you walk out. Like it's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Because to like me diarrhea, diarrhea. Like, I mean, not always. Not always. There's varying degrees of diarrhea. But yeah. Anyways, this was Diarrhea Cast. Uh welcome. Hey dude, sometimes you and, and this is a shout out to your mom's house. You gotta have yep. some brown talk every once in a while. Brown talk. Ding, ding. The funny thing is, is I'm telling you guys, I deal with just as much trouble with my the 
bathroom and shitting and, and all that stuff all the time. But I've never actually shat my pants. I think Can I maybe I have one... sharted, but I've never actually done it. I'm lucky. I just have one more like very questionable uh, shit story and we can move on. It's going to be, it's going to be short. (laughs) Uh, This past nine 11, I uh, went to the bathroom and uh, had some really good, sturdy, sturdy work there. Okay. (laughs) And it came solid. It came out two of them solid side by side. And it looked just like the twin towers and it was nine 11. (laughs) <laughs> Did you? Drop I had a nine eleven miracle. I'm just saying. I, I sent. I sent this text to my friend. I was like, "It's a nine eleven miracle. It's my two turds basically sitting so next two to each other. Next to each other. It, it was. It was. It was like impossibly a, uncannily a perfect. Barrel? Like a, you had it a was double barrel du- experience. It was a perfect double barrel with one that was just slightly higher than the other, just like the real <laughs> Twin Towers, dude. dude. I'm telling you. It was a it was a nine eleven miracle, and I'm sorry if I offended anybody with that. That's a, Jesse's that's little... question reminds me of like I don't I haven't listened to your mom's house in three years. I was a big fan, and then I stopped being as big a fan. But I was on that show once. Sorry, really, not as a guest, but like they I I, I went sent through the video in. I sent the video in, and they played it. Which sorry, uh, one of the ones like were you calling someone in a drive through, mommy? Well, I was going through the drive-through and I was impersonating his dad, Top Dog, oh. and I told I told a blonde joke. I said, uh. how, "How do you know a fax was sent by a blonde? There's yeah. a stamp on it." Oh, and I just God. laughed, and uh, they fucking they loved it, it because, air, dude. yeah, they put it on the air. It was funny. I'm sorry I interrupted your story dude, with my fucking bullshit. No, I just remember the story of uh, Tina backing up a hotel toilet, and there's just an audio clip of Tom going <laughs> turns on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turns on the ground. Turns on the ground. Uh, oh this. man! So um, Jesse knows this, but I used to be a big fan. But then, like, I feel like they got really rich, and then they Tom talks about being rich all the time, and it really annoys me. Like they just talk about their fucking fancy ass cars. I don't know. Maybe it, that's a problem with you, Aaron. I'm just kidding. maybe. I'm just fucking with you. He's that. just definitely gotten. <laughs> he's changed. I don't know. I don't know. Tina's no, the I best. It, 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 did, it did a roundabout. It came back around, and now they're crazy again. It's 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 in another they're, world that you have no idea. It's something bougie. else now. Like yeah, slightly bougie, but what the still the brown talk and all that. But they are like yeah. millionaires. I just saw um, a uh, uh, YouTube video that got suggested to me because I went on a Norm McDonald kick, and so it's suggesting me comedian stuff. I just saw a big, uh, like, mega cut of all of his DJ Dadmouth appearances when he was doing that on uh, oh, morning yeah, shows. That was great, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, He's shout great, out, man. Shout He's out to Throatzilla. Shout out to Throatzilla. Yeah, and <laughs> he I like that sort of, oh, like yeah. morning show. I They're love like, when he Who's quotes Zilla? <laughs> And he's like, I mean, I don't know, but you know what I mean? She might let you know for a couple of bills. And they're like, okay, this is the morning show. Um, Where are you going to be performing? And he's like, man, y'all can find a club wherever. I'll be DJing at the after party over at the Orpheum. Yeah, I know I mean. Yo, but like for real, what I like about Tom is he gets shit done. Like you can tell like he's like a pretty good, um, he's just like a hustler. Like mm-hmm. when you could tell yeah. that he kind of like had some other jobs before he was a comedian and he had to grind and, um, he just is one of those dudes that I feel like he's smart, man. He's not taking for granted where he's at in life right now. And he's trying to strike while the iron's hot. 
And the iron is really hot for them right now, especially like so many people leaving L.A. and they're, you know, still staying they're there. Sticking it out, uh, yeah. Tommy, Tommy and Christina are going to be solid for and they're about to start a show with Warren Sapp, dude. Him, um, yeah. Tom Segura and Burnt, Burnt Chrysler. They're yeah. <clears throat> starting a show with Warren Sapp, dude, which yeah, I know you guys don't show. know who he is. Yeah, but I know, I know who Warren Sapp is, dude. Do I you know. though, bro? Yes, dude. He's a freaking he's a he's a big guy who works on the big fo- football thing. He's yeah. a guy who was on the Dolphins. I'm just kidding. I listened to the episode. But um actually I was gonna bring him up earlier when you guys were talking about the reality TV stuff. Not it does nothing really to do with him, but Tom was oh, talking about um no, but Tom was talking about previously where his for one of his first jobs was working in post at reality shows and how earlier in the episode today we were talking about like the reality shows and how oh, like, British yeah. Bake Off is different mm-hmm. from American shows. Mm. And uh, he was saying like, dude, those reality shows, well, no matter what they are, it's like they get a gang of people, they bring them to a house, they don't tell them shit, they lay out a shit ton of booze. And then Aaron, you remember how you brought up like that little cubby room that mm-hmm. they talk? He's like, what you don't see is, is when you go into that little room, the producer sitting with you goes, Hey, by the way, Brian, did you know that Aaron said that you fucking suck at radio? And like, he's like, they literally implant lies and they'll be like, hey, Sarah, Susie said you're fucking dumb. And that's funny. Like, I heard him saying like he used to work in that. And then also Christina was in reality TV and they corroborated like, oh, yeah, they just they feed everybody booze and then they lie to them and try to get everybody to be paranoid. So, yeah. But um oh those old well, school road rules like real yeah, all that days. shit well yeah, Tina was all, on like, road those rules producers were getting yeah. away with Tina murder. was on road rules yeah um, so was Theo Theo Vaughn was also on that mm-hmm. shit too um Love yeah Theo. But, they um, script that's that's what they're scripting when they do that shit they that's they script out like oh we're gonna have these two people hate each other so we're gonna talk shit yeah um but okay so one thing I did want to touch before we get too far I mean I do know that. We're all nerds here, and what's one of the biggest nerd things of all time? It's fucking Star Wars. And uh, uh. there's a period of time where we all were in, and we all can still be in Star Wars, and we all had a love. And obviously, there's three generations of it. There's the first trilogy, second trilogy, final trilogy, uh, which is all staggered with numbers and shit. And I was wondering, like, where do we, like, how do we, like, <clears throat> feel about them? You know, like, and well, we don't you... have to get into, like, the... Okay. You, I'm, Jesse, haven't even Aaron? seen two of the nine films. No, I've only Bro, not seen one. I've, I've, on I've only seen I've only guy. not seen episode nine. Oh, okay. So you've seen Dude, the last he, Jedi. He I, has I, like the strongest opinions on Star Wars of anybody that I know who hasn't even seen all the <laughs> fucking Star Wars. I'm only missing one. And also Mandalorian. I haven't seen any Mandalorian. And I didn't watch Clone Wars. Cartoons. Uh, well, but, dude, I'll, I will. Okay, go, ahead. Aaron. You want us take this to start, or um, how are we doing this? Because I'll I tell got you. Some thoughts. I'll tell you my thoughts. Uh, I love A New Hope. Uh, I love Return of the Jedi. Uh, I love Empire. Well, no, I wait. I love New Hope. I love Empire. I like Turn, Return of the Jedi. I loved it as a kid, but I think it doesn't hold up as well. Uh, the prequels. I hate all three of them. I think they're all trash. Um, so you think there's no redeeming? N- zero no redemptions. Not a oh, single Go ahead. moment okay. of those three films uh, I like. Uh, Even the 40-minute okay. no. lightsaber battle between Obi-Wan and Anakin. That's, that scene is <laughs> entirely overlong. 
misses the entire point of what makes lightsaber fights cool uh, and uh-huh, is just spectacle uh-huh. over anything else. Um, okay. I really enjoyed um, the... Um, God, what's episode seven? The final trilogy? Oh, uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens, I really enjoyed. I thought it was derivative, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, and I enjoyed it as... George would have said, you know, it's like poetry. These, these, rhymes. They, they rhyme. They all, you know, kind of follow a similar rhythm, arc. Rhythm poem. Um, I really liked The Last Jedi, but I was worried at the end. I was just like, I don't know. This would have been a great ending. Like, if they just would have said this is a duology instead of a trilogy, we could have had a redemption of Kylo Ren, you know, at the end there, or have him die and be a villain the whole time, whatever. I never thought of that. That would have been great, because I thought it was a really cool subversion of a lot of the rhyming, you know, uh, stanzas Mm -hmm. of of Star Wars. Like, I thought it subverted expectations the way Doug and Dave Benioff wanted to do with Game of Thrones, but in, in Star Wars... You know, they uh, in in that film, I think they did it better. Like, I enjoyed the idea that Ray was nobody. Like, I Ugh. I liked that that it was like she's not special. She's special in that she's strong and that's cool, but she's not like Skywalker blood. You know what? Yeah, like she's like anyone. You know, anyone. Anyone. Yes. Everyone yeah. has the potential. She's like how Luke uh-huh. was an everyman. You know, she was like uh-huh. this kid on a desert planet, which obviously is a little derivative, like I said, but. And then uh, the the Rise of Skywalker, I thought, was trash. <clears throat> okay. I thought they shit the All bed. Right. All right. Um, yeah, dude. So wait, I... so Brian, wait, so Brian, before you do yours, because it's the other major retort, is love. I'll just go through mine. The original trilogy, I think, is cool. Awesome. Star Wars. I love it. Grew up with it. Great lore. I'm in there. The prequels, I did the thing where... I hated them forever, and I saw the Red Letter Media, which Red Letter Media reviews are as long as the films themselves. Mm-hmm. They're 90 and minutes I think, each. And I think they're better than watching the films. They are. I watch them <laughs> every year. I'd rather watch the Red Letter Media reviews than the films. Mm-hmm. But I will say, after looking past the fact that all the prequels are basically people slowly walking around on green screen, and that's like, like eight, like, 60, 70% of those movies is literally people slowly walking and disgusting politics while on a green screen and, and then CGI fight stuff. I'm able to say, okay, they're not so terrible, but yes, they're pretty bad, but I can let them slide for campiness and stuff. The new ones kind of made me, the new ones made me accept the prequels more because the new ones felt like products even though they've always been products the new ones were just kind of like i don't know i guess i can't really speak too much Mm. i thought force awakens was a fun watch but in the end like worthless and then last jedi i thought was kind of stupid but there was things i liked about it a lot i liked the force link um i thought there was wasted stuff like the whole gambling planet and the whole yeah uh camino was the 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 finn with uh rose Rose, i thought that was a wasted plot thing and um, to me, Star Wars is basically—it's just the first two trilogies. No, it's uh, literally just the first trilogy, and that's it. it it's you just can say that it's the first films. trilogy, but I mean, the second trilogy gave us like some cool shit. Nothing you know, cool. Like, nothing cool. If you us, say it gave count, us the little droids so, that have the orb, the, the force fields, and they roll. <laughs> guys are, are you terrible. guys done with your blasphemy? Or okay, can I, so, Roger, so, Roger, Roger, was, so what's your take? Roger, so what's your Roger, take, Ryan? okay. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I'll start with the original. Uh, the originals, I'll say, obviously, you know, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, both like, you know, 1A and 1B for me, kind of interchangeable as far as what I believe to be the top one the, for agree. different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Return of the Jedi, yes, it didn't have the substance of like Empire Strikes Back, a certain character, but. It's a Man, fun works. flick. I wa- I watched it a couple of weeks ago again, and it's just kind of one of those like fun films. Again, like George, I am what I would call maybe a, a George purist in the sense that George said, you know, keep in mind like who these films are made for and and what you're supposed to get out of them. He was very much all about Joseph Campbell in the hero's journey mm-hmm. and trying Correct. to. Um, get that across on the screen in a new creative way. I thought that he absolutely succeeded in that with the original uh, 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 saga or uh, trilogy, if you want to call it. Let me interject and... real quick that I think Return of the Jedi uh, encompasses his original idea of what Star Wars was, I think, best because uh, he mm-hmm. modeled it after like old adventure serials, and it's definitely the most like adventure movie. Yeah, it has less kind darkness. Of like fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's people flying around on the speeders, mm-hmm. and you've got the Ewoks and shit. But like as you saw, like you know, I think that he is this incredible mind, and and but I'm willing to uh, admit his limitations as a director, and I think that Irvin Kershner and him melding together for Empire Strikes Back, that is pretty much like the perfect blend. That's why uh, many people think it's the best, uh, because Irvin Kershner was able to, you know, these incredible performances out of the actors. Uh, Return of the Jedi was supposed to be directed by Steven Spielberg, but the Directors Association wouldn't let him do it. So, which is a real bummer, because I think that's a missed opportunity. And it feels like a Spielberg um, film. But why? Was it a conflict of interest or something? It it was an issue of George was kind of dude again. People don't give this guy enough credit. He was a rebel, a trailblazer. All he these was. people who were like, be part of our directors' guild, this and that. He was like, fuck this. I'm doing my own thing. I think that there was an issue between the fact that Stephen was in the guild and yeah. and mm-hmm. George wasn't. Yeah, it's why yeah. Robert Rodriguez isn't in the guild anymore because they yeah. wouldn't let him uh, have Frank Miller direct uh, Sin City, uh, direct scenes in Sin City because he was a gilded director and uh, Frank Miller was not. And he was like, oh, cool, here's the thing, fuck you, and quit. Oh, so that's like yeah. deep directorial politics. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. it's just oh, guilds. Yes. The, the, no, I, I wasn't it. aware of that. Dude, so. film yeah, guilds. George, like, that was the plan. All those Sorry, guilds are fucking gross like they're great in some yeah. ways but they're gross because they will lock people out like they'll fucking they'll blackball people it's 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 dark it's the same thing as any um union you know in like the industry it, and yeah. yeah yeah so i think that kind of that kind of goes into okay so the prequels all right i again like i no, said i admit, no, I, admit no. that I, I admit that the <laughs> Uh, the limitations of George as a director, him directing all of those. Uh, I think that, you know, he could have gone a different direction. Obviously, the, with with Natalie Portman and Ewan McGregor as established incredible actors, they were able to pull off some really good performances and nobody could tell anything different. But Hayden, uh, Christensen, trash. Hayden Christensen was not a, as established or good of an actor he wasn't, he wasn't as they were. And they and he needed the direction that George couldn't give him. 
This is um, my personal opinion. Real quick. And he... He also uh, needed better writing because George wrote really shitty scripts. Those scripts are sand. very bad. Input uh, the scripts, could they, they could have been better. I think, again, this is people kind of get lost in the fact that this guy was dealing also with technology. Again, the writing, I understand, is different, but... Uh, he had this idea for this world that he wanted. You cannot, like you said, uh, or George says, they're tone poems. They have this rhythm to them. And I'm about to get into what I think about seven, eight, nine in a second. But I do believe that you, if you were going to watch one through six, that you can't at least admit that they feel as if they are one in the same story. It was a continuation from one, obviously different technology, different graphics, all that, but it felt like it was all in the same universe and world. And he, in the originals introduced us to new worlds. The music is always on point. If you don't take anything from the originals, at least appreciate John Williams masterpieces like duel of the fates across Correct. the stars, etc. I will say that, um, correct. The soundtracks are incredible. And there are some really dope scenes with Qui-Gon Jinn fighting, like, you know... Uh, I dis come on. fucking agree. Come on, dude. No, dude. Those are really Listen. fun, cool scenes. They had the duels. So no. Again, these Once you go into kids. lightsaber ballet, I'm out. Like, dude, I want to see people sword fight. The <laughs> That's it. Well, in the, fir in, in the originals, again... He would have had more of that shit if he had the technology. Well, that was God more just like a, a limitation more than a style. It was more like they were limited back then. Yeah, you know what and I mean? it works. Less is more, man. You don't need people flipping. The second again, okay, let me just say this: the figuring second, this out all on the run because the second, he's the first guy no, doing all this. No, but he figured shit. it out already. The thing is, Star Wars was one he of the had biggest he wanted to franchizes ever because it worked. Because it worked. Listen, the second Yoda picks up a lightsaber, you okay, might as well that. burn Flipping the Yoda scripts. You might as well burn them all <laughs> because Dude, Yoda should okay, never have I, a lightsaber. But Never. don't you, you gotta, it, like, for a lot of people, including myself, that was a dope moment in the theater when you're it first was. seeing it. Because no, I was mad. You, oh, you're no, mad? dude. Oh, I, 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 I was very mad. Like, as soon as. I mean, it's not Cap grabbing the, the, the hammer. I didn't, no. I wasn't a big fan of seven or eight, but it's like literally the first scene, the second scene, I should say, where we finally get to Luke in episode nine when he threw the saber behind him. I was like, I, I'm not gonna like this movie. I, oh, I loved it. it. I, I I made it up. I made up my mind like right there. I was like, I can't again. Okay, we're good. I loved it. So because... I, 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 but I respect what you're saying. Like it wasn't like you know like the originals. But dude, he introduced us to new worlds. He introduced us to new characters. It all fell in not line really. with Did... the story from one through six. The saga at least made so, mm. again. I would say there's... tonally they don't fit. I would say the story feels so different, and that's why it's annoying, because episode one is literally about trade fucking roots and like I politics I, I of that shit. I it's agree. like Too boring. Yeah. We had Nazis, space Nazis in the first saga, and then in this saga, <laughs> we're like, hey, uh, it's a bunch of chancellors dicking around for a while, trying to block each other's bills, and then there's some robots that kill each other, <laughs> and they're very bad at shooting Jedi because uh, Jedi can just wiggle around a sword and it'll deflect every bullet that you fire at it forever <laughs> for the history of all time. 
it's but dude again these are like he's imagine you're trying to set up the most iconic bad guy of all time being doesn't Darth need to Vader. be set up doesn't need to be set up that's no, the I, thing I understand, but you're giving the backstory and doesn't i'll be it. again the acting all these things i'm with you dude they're not perfect they're not perfect but to say hey you want to know garbage is is <laughs> blasphemous they have i will i will posit they have zero redeeming qualities other than wow, dude. i would say the redeeming qualities of it are ancillary to the films themselves. I think you and McGregor okay, so was great. You don't great. like any of the characters from the prequels, no. not a single one. I think I think you and McGregor. You don't like a, a single a character. Actor. You don't like any of the music. You don't like any of the storyline. Okay. No, the music, music's fine. Sits because yeah. it's fine. It sits yeah, the well. music's good because it's you know it's it's, it's well composed. Well, again, you said zero. I'm sorry. I gotta call you on okay. this. There's the the redeeming qualities, zero. as I say. Uh, I'll, I'll amend that. Are ancillary to the film. I mean, I guess uh-huh. the the soundtrack uh-huh. is not necessarily ancillary because it's part of the film. But I think there's. You don't a- think episode three, like any of, like, because my opinion, episode three, Revenge, that that was the best out of the prequels. <laughs> of course, uh, but it's the best turd in a toilet full of turds. <laughs> It's the it's it's the night it's the it's the double feel barrel like I'm turd. talking to Jesse right now. No wonder you guys have a podcast together. Oh, Jesus we disagree Christ. on so much stuff though. It's just that <laughs> listen, the the problem with the prequels is I that know they're horribly I got a lot written. of nerds out there on my side like just fucking right <laughs> into the show, give them all sorts of shit, bring out all the redeeming qualities of the prequels. Yeah, and we haven't even please, gotten into the sequels yet. Please list the four items <laughs> across three films that are good. Basically Qui-Gon, the no, droids Qui-Gon that can is roll trash with too. force fields. Qui-Gon Liam Neeson's amazing. Qui-Gon Jinn is a Bro. fucking idiot. He was a great Jedi. A, 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 a great Jedi. Idiot. A great. A great Jedi. Okay. Great. Oh, a great yeah, he Jedi. Pretty much was a great. You know, oh. I, that's the whole thing. I want them to what? get into the uh, Knights of the Old Republic. How about There's so uh, much storyline there? How about the logic of we need to warn the Gungans and the people on Naboo? That there's a droid army coming, so we'll stow away with the droid army. <laughs> you don't think they're gonna fucking notice the droid army that you rode in with, bro? Bro, that was a dope, dude. The whole thing again. Remember, he was setting Misa, Misa. up like characters. And no, no, shit. but he it's was like, doing I hear that. You, at you're the calling. You're definitely calling story. him on a couple plot points and shit like no, that. No, it's hear you. all Again, of the I... plot points. The worlds are cool. Gungans are cool. The Gungas, whatever the fuck you call them, because they call them 15 yeah. different you things. You don't think you're bringing like a little baggage to the situation because of your feelings Aaron, no you don't understand Aaron one. went to film school he knows what he's talking about <laughs> no 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 I'm not saying I'm not saying that he doesn't about film and all that no no, no, no. no. if I'm those gonna, movies came out and they weren't Star Wars they would still suck dick they'd be reviled be straight to TV they would be movie reviled huh? suck dick Imagine. would you say that if George Lucas was on the line right now oh, 100%, yeah. I mean, 100%. I'm sure Aaron would not care <laughs> 100% I would tell him I mean even I would tell George Lucas like Star Wars is the shit but like bro the prequels you guys were, the prequels were would, embarrassing CGI you're talking about you're talking about a trailblazer and a god amongst filmmaking men and you a guys god? are sitting mm-hmm. here okay no. yeah go he look had back a period of time Catalog he had a and period of time where he basically made... created PG thirteen. Look at Indiana Jones, bro. You trying to sell me? Tell me you don't like Indiana Jones? Yeah, look at what he's doing to great. it. He's he's pulling a prequelitis on it and fucking. He's doing the same thing he did with the, the prequels to Star Wars. He's 
hammering every nail into the coffin by making more movies. He cannot make films anymore. But He's you like, good. but if he, I guarantee you, if he had anything to do with these fucking pre, uh, sequels, people would be have everything that they didn't like about it. They'd be blaming on him and saying, oh, well, it's just Disney and fucking Iger and Kathleen Kennedy, which don't even get me started on death. Kathleen Kennedy, bro. But everybody be saying, oh, the fucking, yeah, they should have let them take the reins or whatever. I, I think it was a huge missed opportunity for them to at least just have him. You can say, we don't need you, George, or the whole treatments, but you cannot sit there and tell me that seven, eight, and nine are in any way whatsoever a continuation of one through six. They are the most no. elaborate, expensive fan fiction ever made. Well, when they decanonized like like when they decanonized all of the books and games and the things that were canon prior, Correct. I think they kind of shit the bed there. And I do agree with you. I think I think they could have used his input. They should have taken because I, I believe he did give them kind of an outline of what the he consultant had he what yeah, his and plan said, was. And off. they said no. I think they could have taken those as a jumping off point and and took some of those ideas and taken what was good, sifted through the shit because Look, because everybody forgets he created this whole shit. I, Everything that mean, people love and or hate, he he did the stuff you love and the stuff you hate. He did all of it. He all did it. a New Hope, and he did you know Return of the Jedi. You know he he wrote and he wrote uh um uh God Empire Strikes Back. You know, great. Those are great things. He wrote and di- directed Willow. Uh, great movie. He did, you know, uh, Indiana Jones. Those are, those are great films. Decent NES game. But then, Throwback graffiti. But, graffiti, yeah, American graffiti. American graffiti is uh, okay. Yeah, THX. But, I mean, uh, to me, it ends yeah. with Willow, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. And then it's like... Bam, 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 oh. Wow. But don't you think it's just like, I'm, I'm going to straight up fucking call you guys out because i think that this is a real thing in like the like as we say in our nerd community that people like to be they think it's kind of like sexy to have this take on george oh no to be a contrarian for the sake to be contrarian for the sake of contrarian that's me but i will tell you it's just i'm I'm seeing a lot of that bro because look because what one thing i also didn't say earlier is like what i will say is this is i have two best friends in my life one, I have to, Brian, you default because you're my oldest friend. My other best friend in my life is Aaron. And I will tell you this in truth, Aaron's not uh, recreationally contrarianizing. He, that's why I needed you guys to do this because I can't have the Star Wars debate with Aaron because <laughs> I don't know enough about it. And I knew. No, that I appreciate the you opinion. Know, I'm not saying it's. I didn't even know what would happen. It. I was just like, I wonder if they're going to agree. And I was like, or, or I wonder. I was like, let me just let them on each other because people who have. Um, I love uh, full on thoughts it. about like Star Wars. It's like I like to see like, hey, talk about yeah. Star Wars for a while because there'll be things you like, and I want to see where the where the 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 parts of contention come up because it oh, yeah. matters. I to mean, see if Aaron where. was here right now, I'd hug him. Like obviously, <laughs> like <laughs> we're it's, good. It's, let me tell you this. Who already told you Corona? Let yeah. me tell you this. <laughs> yeah. I saw um, just but... Esther cool, what's up? I saw. Episode one, Phantom Menace in the theater. Day Sorry, one. you broke up. What did you say? You saw what? I saw I didn't episode. Hear what you said after I saw. I saw a Phantom Menace in the theater day one in high school, and I hated it then. 
Really? I saw mm. it in middle school. And I was... I skipped, I skipped the math, a, a very important math test to see it. I loved it. I was because excited. Because of Darth Maul ballet dancing. I was excited because, you know, we all saw the trailer, Darth Maul look cool. Then he said one word in the entire film, got cut in half and died, and was fucking useless. That was shitty. <laughs> and That's the rest true, of the huh? movie was boring as shit. And I loved Natalie um, Portman. I had a huge crush on her, and she was the most boring character in the entire film. Queen Amidala is a fucking blank chalkboard <laughs> that... <laughs> she's also creepy yeah because what if, what if you swapped it and it was like a 20 year old dude with like an eight-year-old servant or like and mm-hmm. then like let's just wait till you're old enough and i'm gonna fuck you I'm gonna fuck so yeah you know, that's like that whole jada pinkett smith and will smith contradiction contradiction yeah. thing or whatever if, if yeah, it was weird. reversed like people wouldn't be so cool with it but the fact she's like oh she's but, empowering this young man well, and get, shit. getting like, back okay. to her yeah her performance was i guess you're saying she you was, thought a it was a fucking land. flat line and then in the rest of the film, she was just like, I'm in love with Anakin with zero reason. Like, we see zero reason for them to love each other ever. And then he yeah, goes she's... crazy and murders everyone, all these sand people and their children. And she's like, LOL, let's fuck. And he's like, Yeah, he murders cool. the sand people. And the next time you see her, she's oh like, Oh my God, it's she's so in funny a bondage how outfit. She's you in like a fucking. How you paint no, wait, it. hold it's on. So it's actually pretty funny. She would usually wear like flowy, hippie, beautiful. And then as soon as he murders people, the, the next time, queen. hold on, the next time, she's in full on bondage leather with like steel <laughs> straps. And she's like, Oh, you're going to choke me. You're going to force choke me tonight. Like, it's pretty funny, yeah. You know yeah. that one scene where the like she's standing by the fire in that black yeah. dress, mm-hmm. and, like that's yeah. the one, that's the single dress that George Lucas designed. Of course, whole, like I remember, <laughs> I mean, like it's on. the one dress he actually designed, and like she's going back and forth with him about like what their intentions are. So, again, and when she was talking, like uh, you're breaking my heart, you're going yes, down a path yeah. I can't follow. I uh, admittedly, even her, I. I get it, dude. It's it's flawed, but no, you're I'm breaking my always, heart. Is one of my favorite parts of the whole shit. That's I know, the, but I'm always trying to tell motherfuckers, it's not zero garbage, no redeeming qualities. <laughs> like there is stuff there because I just that's the only. Th- I'm not saying that they're perfect. I'm just saying they're not garbage, which seems to be what I hear from a lot of my Star Wars friend friend uh, friends who are fans. And it's like, yeah, dude, but you were there opening night just like I was. Again, they got us by the balls. That's why I was at the opening night for seven, eight, Wait, and nine. Wait, I think I have an analogy for that. But even when we met that ex-girlfriend who destroyed our lives, she was beautiful and charming and awesome for that first two years. And eventually we saw the darkness that was really there. Are no, you talking I mean, about listen, one of mine or one of yours? Or I Star was... Wars? I was in the oh, theater. I, I thought you were literally talking about one of our ex-girlfriends. Oh, not like, you, oh, not what? you. No, not you. I I'm was in the theater in for all three of those shit-ass diarrhea films. <laughs> and every single time I thought, why the fuck am I doing this? And every time I'm like, well, he did the first you know, three films. They were so good. It's going to be yeah. good. And then they're all terrible. And every single one of them is so poorly written. It's so clear that he needed the thing he rebelled against. He needed those producers uh. to watch it and shop his movie and have fucking test audiences to watch it and go, what in the fuck is going on? In that first movie... He, he was just kind of like a czar. Like He was just like controlling shit, and he didn't have anybody to answer yeah. to. It was, he had oh, yes He men. had too much control. Everyone was just like, please yeah. make us millions and billions of dollars. And he was like, I'll do it. 
And then well, you're surrounded by yes men. You yes, know, that's a whole other and, theory. Oh, he was for sure surrounded, most definitely surrounded Dude, by yes. Tell men. me and, what the point of the first movie is. <laughs> Actually, uh, tell me what the arc is in the. It's the prequels. tragedy of Darth Vader. That's the whole. But first what six is the films. tragedy? It's the what story is the from, arc? Uh, what turns him to the dark side? Nothing okay. turns him to the dark side. So, well, no, a. The mother getting okay. killed by the sand people. Also, him like being a slave, and then him not being able to take the mother with him. And then no, the I next time Aaron that he sees it. her, no, no I get all that. We don't see any of it actually happening or like affecting him. Because again, no, you're right. You're right. He was a bad actor. Great, but also like that's just bad writing. Like, yeah, his mom died. Bummer, dude. And then he uh, kills all those people, and you're like, okay, he's a little dark, but I mean, his mom died, so, yeah. you know, and he's whatever. And then they tell him he can't be a Jedi Knight, and he's like, well, that pisses me off. And then. Uh, Are you talking about like in one or two when two. he's still a little kid, or when he. Oh, two, yeah. Two, okay. when they're like, when you can't like, be a Jedi Knight. Or he's holding me back. Yeah. yeah. And then in the third one, it's just like, I saw a dream that my wife's going to die. And then Palpatine's like, hey, bro. If you do like dark bad shit, like if you kill a bunch of people for me, pff, I'll teach you how to stop her from dying. It's like, okay, hold on, man. They're You're magic really, like, space overlooking wizards. That. Yeah, again, yeah, You're dude, overlooking that's that. That's actually that's some, like some real it. shit. You're painting like a picture. That's Which, how again, he dude, enticed I'm, him I'm to the dark this. side. I'm, that's I'm how he. En- that's how he enticed him to the dark dude, side. It's, it's that's like, like real visceral. Like he's he's feeling okay. Like he has this connection to the force. The last time that he had these type of dreams, his mother actually fucking died. Like he saw the sand people killing his mom. So he's thinking, I'm not going to let that happen to you. Being Padme. Sure. That was kind of like the whole motivation again for him not wanting like insane. The Jedi don't get me. They're kind of <clears throat> like morally uh, subject, like, like at, at best. Yeah. And he's like thinking, man, it, like this guy's actually had my back the whole time. The Jedi's like, and I refuse to let Padme die because he saw what happened to his mother. Again, you know, there is something there that no, but makes some sense out of it. If a okay. If you were like, if you were like, hey man, <laughs> I just had a dream that my wife was gonna die, and I was like, dog, <laughs> I could teach you some shit that'll make that not happen. <laughs> but then I proceeded to never teach you it. Wouldn't you be like, who the fuck is this guy, and why is he? <laughs> why is he telling me he's but gonna teach dude, me some shit he's, he's never gonna teach me? Because That's it's true. Palpatine, dude, and he ended up seeing. He remember after he found uh, out yeah, that he was bad at cynic. first. At first, he was like, "This isn't like Jedi way. I'm gonna turn you in or whatever." He went straight to Mace Windu and was like, "Hey, man, like, yeah." And he's why the did he? Uh, one that we thought. Why did he hmm. end up helping Palpatine when Mace Windu was fighting? Because he ended up. Wasn't it that he felt? Like he felt that, uh, God damn it! He no, felt that the answer is nothing happened. Palpatine just says to kill him, basically, like help me, and then he just kills him instead of like okay. disarming them and being like, "Hey, both of you guys, stop fighting each other." Like you kills, he Mace just Windu. kills Mace Windu, and it's like, oh, whoops. Who is a Jedi Council well, member? Yeah, <laughs> Mace Windu was saying, "Yo, we need to fuck it. This guy can't be left alive, but he's the only hope at him potentially saving Padme." No, but Mace Hello? Windu wouldn't want to kill Palpatine. He's a Sith Lord. Like, yeah, he wants to encapture in- him. And yes, say, you have to be tried by the courts. Yes. The council yeah, Jedi yeah. Knights are police officers, basically. Well, dude, but that's why and well, that's they're so samurai. Anakin broke. Anakin all, broke yeah, that's why Anakin, Anakin kills him. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Because he's he like, damn, the his... Jedi are kind of fucked up. Bro, you guys drank this Kool-Aid hard as shit. No, look, I didn't drink any oh, Kool-Aid hard oh, as nothing. You're drinking I'm, the Haterade, I'm, bro. I'm between the two of you. I think that the the original the original trilogy is 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 Star Wars. For, I think the original trilogy should have been left alone, and it should be something that we, whatever we enjoy. The prequels, I think, are flawed, shitty movies. I really think they're bad films, and they're flawed as fuck. But I don't hate them, and I can enjoy things about them. So I don't hate the prequels. Like Aaron, it seems like. Like you're like there's zero redeeming. Yeah, I think there's redeeming qualities, but I know that, like for real, like in not to say like not to jump either side, like like Brian, I think the prequels are bad movies that are shit films that could be written by a high school kid. Uh-huh. But I like I can still like have suspension of disbelief and like there's things that I can still like. I kind of like Qui Gon. I like a couple parts. I like when she's like you're breaking my heart. I like the romance with them. Hayden Christensen sucks in the movie. No offense to the guy. He wasn't ready for it. But that's all I'm saying is I can still see some value in the prequels, even though I think subjectively, I think objectively they're bad movies. And I really think Red Letter There's Media. There's so much good to point Red, out. I think I just, Red I Letter feel Media. Weird. Brian, not, have not you ever watched? to be weird watched? with Red Letter. I think Red Letter Media does something where I tried to have a, a, a Star Wars apologist purist watch the Red Letter Media reviews and within 15 minutes i think he saw where it was going and he turned it off and he couldn't watch it and he goes this is just hatred this is just evil and hatred and, and i don't want to watch the it. worst part is like no it's someone who loves face... star wars that broke yeah. those movies down you don't want to well, face reality different reason for if you watch the red letter media breakdowns of the prequels they will objectively show you yeah. that those movies yeah, are yeah. bad films they're bad movies and they're bad but like the writing I, is bad. Still, yeah, I can still give them a little bit. So I, I'm okay with the prequels, and I'll sit through them, and I like some parts of them. But I'll never movies. watch them again. Like I literally, if they got struck from history, if the fates, the the three witches of fate, or whatever the the, the cuckoo sisters, whatever they're called, <laughs> if they uh, unwove the pattern and removed the prequels, life would go on with zero change, other than Hayden Christensen oh, would be here. poor. I'll only ever watch them if, if like a friend wants to watch them. Like if Brian, if you wanted to watch Revenge of the Sith again, fuck yeah, dude, pack a bowl, let's go. If you wanted to watch them, I would be upset at you and leave. <laughs> I'd be like, I have so Kelsey, many. We're leaving. But see that everybody has their own definition of like what's absurd, right? Like some people would think like, hey, dude, aren't you guys overthinking this shit a little bit? And can you no, just I think uh, appreciate that you're just... going on a little ride? And he I did know. make these it's a for bad fucking ride. kids. And I feel that, like, like the prequels. I feel like the prequels are so bad that like they offend Aaron. Yes, hundred percent. I think that's what it is. Is there offensive? I, they I took can something. As a filmmaker, you not. I I completely understand Aaron. Like no, I'm, I'm not trying to. In, like I, mean, I, I get it. Like they're it, like I said. It's it's they're, they're flawed. I understand. I get it. But they at least compared to seven, eight, and nine, which were just complete. No, 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 no. Seven, eight, uh, nine were regurgitations of prior yeah, stories that least... these young, new people want to take credit for and claim as their own. When really, it's all based on what every what's already been done by George and everybody. Want, oh, well, we like it now. Oh, you mean the thing that you already fucking saw that really has no like continuation from six? Yeah, to but seven, to eight, counter nine, that like, point, there's nothing there. To counter you, that you're point. 
Like you, you got like if you. All right, Aaron. Give him a moment. Give him a moment. To counter that point, if you, (laughs) if you're mad that people are so accepting of regurgitated shit, you should be upset at George Lucas because had he not made terrible movies, people (laughs) would be mad that those movies were regurgitated. People were just happy to have Star Wars back from the garbage can where it lived because those three movies have no intelligible plot there's nothing going on if it was george if it was george you don't think that they would have uh if it was the exact same thing and george did it well yeah they blame george who gives a fuck if it's the same movie we're gonna blame we'd blame whoever made the movie yeah so now I people think blame Disney, and if George had done these movies, we would have blamed George. If there I was the if, same movies, but, but I they, think the movies you gotta would have been agree different. that they they really have nothing to do with the first six. Like Correct. they just have I think nothing that, to do. Like they, it's a it's a retelling of like again, they're like fan fiction. You're gonna tell yeah, me you've got all three original. You got Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher all alive, and you don't put them in a fucking the final scene trilogy. Like, is not, Dark even Souls a throw, two. not even a not even a. Not even a flashback. Look, you're gonna have them all in a scene. You're gonna you're gonna sell everybody on the fact that they're all back, and you're gonna use them to fucking sell you this new brand of Star Wars. And then once you're done with them, you're gonna keep on fucking pushing new characters. They're really just using them to like really solidify. Yeah, it's a way for them to fucking be like, hey, this is real Star Wars, guys. Like, we're not just remaking. Like, see, these are the original characters. See, like, this is like mm. real Star Wars. And they but just did their own fucking thing. You got to be fair to the fact that they really only had half of a Carrie Fisher, 0% of a Harrison Ford, and all of a Mark Hamill. They definitely they shit the bed on Luke. Mm-hmm. Zero Harrison, Harrison Ford didn't want to be there. Oh, 100%. he didn't want to be there at all. 100%. He actually yeah, yeah, yeah. told them to kill me in the first yes. movie and get it over with. The only reason he did <laughs> it was so he could start doing uh, the other Indiana Jones, which they've yet to actually do. Yeah, which is going to be they were gonna start filming. which is going to be Diary of Yeah, the, well, two. the fourth one was. They're all bad. I mean, bad. anything. I, and I love Shia LaBeouf, but was... that fourth one was terrible. And I love Shia. I, I'm just jealous that he hey, got Shia, to smoke weed with boy, Harrison Ford all day on set. They just smoked weed in fucking. Can you imagine just sitting in a trailer with Harrison Ford and I would, smoking weed all day? I'll tell you what, I would uh, decline the offer. Harrison Ford seems like Aaron's a fucking edge. twat. Um, but but I, I feel you, Brian. Like to sit around with Harrison back in the day when he was like late twenties, early thirties, smoking weed all day, being like, "What are we doing next? <laughs> Yo, we got to oh. go into this bar with aliens and let's, it was a let's do- get high it, as that, fuck." That I'll say was pretty. Do- if you're gonna say dog shit about some sort of movie. Which I wouldn't even say it's dog shit, but that's pretty close to it. Like the uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. Skull. Yeah, it's was just, uh, And uh, wait, when who wrote and directed that? I forget. The who was ants. The... Yeah, the ants, bro. Who was the writer and director of that one? Writer director of that. I will find yeah, out. Yeah, Crystal the next Skull. I want to say it was George. No, was his name Luke? Luke? What's his name? Dude, you know what I heard? That it's, it's fucking George you know Lucas. He's a piece of shit and he makes bad movies. You know what, <laughs> no, you know what happened is that he they all he had this super from what I heard from every everybody said this uh Spielberg said it too. They had this super dope script with Sean Connery involved as the father. And they had to scrap it because Sean Connery wouldn't be in the movie. Like he's still alive. He was just retired. He's like they just figured that they'd be able to talk him into doing it, I guess, and he wouldn't do it. 
So they had to rewrite it similar to when Christopher Nolan and his brother had to rewrite the third Dark Knight movie that they did because Heath Ledger died and why it ended up being all convoluted and all just different. Yeah, um, you know it'd be I feel you know it'd be cool in those moments <laughs> to go like, hey, maybe we just don't do it. Maybe we'll just write another movie. <laughs> like I'll just Yeah. We don't hey, have dude. to make Batman three. <laughs> we don't have yeah. like he probably yeah. contractually had to make Dark Knight Rises, but you could be like, "Oh man, the thing is Heath Ledger died, so what we're gonna do is like write a whole another, we're just like take two more years and like make a good movie." And then they'd be like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Yeah, Dark Knight Rises was almost like, "Hey, let's pretend like we've been building up to this whole thing with Joker final film, but let's just like do a different story. Let's add." It's almost like if you read like a one of three comics. Like, you know how some sometimes comics will have a story. It's like one of three issues. You have to read all three issues. Mm-hmm. And you read issue one, issue two, and then somebody just swaps your issue three for someone else's issue three for a different story. And that's what Batman Dark Knight Rises yeah. was. Yeah. But mm. we well, never even got I mean, to so, Brian's thoughts on the third trilogy. Then I know you don't like it. Well, I mean, I guess... We no. just, like So what do we just in general feel about Ray, Finn, like that whole film, that whole thing? Like... Do Listen, we even so care. wait? So this actually, let me say this real quick. This actually kind of speaks to me in the way that you guys haven't brought it up to where I don't think it really touches what Star Wars is. I feel like it's a little bit maybe held aside as almost like an alternate universe, even though it's not because you guys haven't brought it up because you guys are talking real Star Wars shit and you guys aren't fighting over like Finn or Phasma or the the android weird Phasma. alien dude. Like, you guys aren't bringing it up, so, like, do the most recent films even matter? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll listen, they have Star Wars in the title. They have characters that I enjoy and like. It's a universe that I will always love. They know that they've got, like, old-school Star Wars fans like me by the balls. Like, if it's yeah. got Star Wars in the title, I'm going to end up going to see it. And I will find its redeeming qualities. Believe me, I, I went into every single one of those movies with not like impossible expecta- expectations at all. Like I just wanted to enjoy it. And uh, they all had some, you know, redeeming qualities that made them uh, somewhat enjoyable. I liked a lot of the characters. I like Kylo Ren. I wish they got into the Knights of Ren a little bit more. I know. Like that whole fucking thing was like, why even bring that up? And yeah, and bro, they showed them they and you're just like, had, they should have had JJ do all of them. They just fucked up because what's his name? Ryan, what Ryan Johnson does Ryan, uh, johnson who did the second one it's like he i think started they started like production on that or he was already done writing it before they even did the production yeah that was it he was done writing it before they even did production on episode seven and it's like how are you guys like gelling these together there was no continuity at all between them like like the whole thing between with Snoke, it's like why even have like it just didn't make any. Why fucking, was Snoke even there? Yeah. Well, you it, don't it even know the stupid, worst dude. It part. Was an excuse to like, and bro, I I got no problem. Like the thing that everybody is saying about like, oh, everybody doesn't like Ray just because she's like a fucking woman. We all loved Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia, who was a really strong woman in the star yeah, she was wars a bad universe bitch. so i'm even when, so even when sick they showed of everybody to, just dude even when ahead. they showed up to rescue her in the stormtrooper outfits and they took their helmets off and they went to rescue her she was already a bad bitch 
in there. She yeah. wasn't like, oh my god, thank you. She was like, oh fucking, finally somebody's fucking yeah. here. Whatever the fuck just, she, just, like, she said. So all these women coming out being like, oh, they just don't like a strong female character. It's like, bitch, you don't even know the universe enough to know what you're talking about. Like, we love strong female characters. Like, we're all about it. Like, they're in the original. Like, and I had no problem with uh, Ray, you know, as a character. I think that she was a likable character, but I didn't understand the progression of her being this absolute nobody who's supposedly a granddaughter of Palpatine who's had no force teaching, who's all of a right, sudden so, so, right, so you're going up into Kylo the Ren in a lightsaber battle so, who right, is so, the baddest motherfucker in the universe, but she's just Ray. So we should all okay. just accept the fact that she's all right, so, Sorry, so I, I feel on that. So, Aaron, where are you at with the the new ones? So, well, okay. the The thing for me is Ryan Johnston. I I am a big apologist for the Last Jedi. I think there's a a great story in there. I do I do hate the Camino shit. I'm not a fan of Finn and Rose. I like Rose as a character. I think like cool engineer chick that's awesome you know like yeah badass mm-hmm. fix robots and shit yes. you know like be the one that like saves the day for those situations fine yeah and, I and felt... also just to let you know i'm here with you the last jedi i think was a fucking shit movie but it has the best potential and it of the new movies and there is the most that i like of the new shit in the last jedi there's a lot yeah. of good in the last jedi even though i think the camino stuff yeah there's a lot of wasted time but yes like there's some really hidden potential in here that I really like. But go ahead, Aaron. But I will say this. I think that where the prequels had no characters that I liked at all, like I, I, Obi-Wan being an existing character, I don't think counts, but I think Ewan McGregor holds that entire trilogy up uh, on his beautiful British shoulders. Um, I love Ewan. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, I think the the sequel trilogy the the seventy nine heroin after this in his honor. hell yeah uh, I think they have <laughs> can I borrow your belt I think they have the best characters you know outside of obviously the original trilogy but the new characters had so much potential Finn being a a, a retired like a escaped stormtrooper and kind of giving a hint as to what they did post clones was a really cool thing that went fuck all nowhere um, I think Poe Poe I like. He's a very likable guy, but he's just another Han Solo. So I I did kind of like meh. You know, yeah. I, I think I, I think I like Poe because I like that actor's performance. Oh, I think he did a really great yeah. job. Yeah. But I think that if that was given to someone else, the writing wouldn't have held up. Like maybe someone else could have done it. But I, I really do think the reason why I like that character so much is really attributed to that guy. And I haven't even seen the stuff he's done. I've never seen him in anything. I heard I heard he's, he's Mr. A really Robot. Good actor. Is he Mr. Robot? No, 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 no. That's you're no, thinking of that's Queen. Um, that's uh, Queen, Rami right? Malek. Rami Malek, okay. yeah. And you're you're thinking of um, Ex Machina. Uh, that's Ex the, Machina, yeah. Yes. That Very movie yeah. is so, fucking great. He was also great. he played like this guitar player. Um, uh, Storm, uh, Llewellyn, um, Llewellyn Davis inside Llewellyn yeah. Davis. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's good a Coen Brothers film. Um, so. Poe, not so much. I thought Ray was cool, and I thought it was a cool glimpse into the fact that the Skywalker bloodline is not the only bloodline that can be awesome and do cool shit. And yeah. then they were like, psych, she's a Palpatine. And you're like, fuck you. Um, 
I think... For taking the name at the end, Skywalker, though, yeah, I had so, a problem with so it. Dumb. so viscerally offended me. Yeah, because yeah, her and sick. Luke didn't even get the time to like bond that deep. You know, like if, if she took it because he sacrificed himself to save her after training her. Like, here's here's my dream uh, Last Jedi. You ready? I love mm-hmm. Luke throwing the lightsaber because I thought it's the perfect way of him saying like, fuck the Jedi. Like, I failed. You know, I, I tried to bring it back. I tried to do my best and I failed. I yeah. created another that Sith Lord. That was an incredible moment. Yeah. <laughs> And I it love was how Mark Hamill was how, shitting on it throughout the whole like pre- yeah. even before that shit came out. He's like, I just fundamentally disagree with everything you did with my character. Well, so like, he was <laughs> he good, was not having it. Good impression. Yeah, I know that was his Joker. Uh, so my 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 thought is, I liked that moment because he's been a hermit for thirty something or twenty something years, and you know he's been living on this island alone. He's hasn't you know been one with the force he's just whatever so he's like fuck this lightsaber it was my dad's it's fucking all bullshit what i would love is for the arc to become like what it did where he's training her but like then you see him pick up his lightsaber again you know and like he has yeah. that moment and yeah, we, you know would have been a good thing for him you know we see it. him that that part at the end where yeah. he does a jedi mind trick on fucking kylo ren and everyone in the imperial or the new republic from planets like solar systems away is fucking awesome right like that's so oh, cool bro i got so many dope ideas of what they could have done with luke man and han and see yes. that's what fucking pisses Why? me off about these new ones it's like are you guys out of your fucking minds you've got these three act again carrie fisher not with the last one it was just a uh, rest in peace poor mm-hmm. carrie but like yeah. they had this huge opportunity they that the they potential. just fucked up well and the potential, yeah, even even Han dying to his son and, and and that moment of conflict was so good. And I didn't mind it. I do yeah, I wish we could that. have seen Luke and Han together. I agree with you there. Yes. Um, yes. And seeing there's all, all three of them that. together, like just meeting again after all this time, you know, whatever. Even if it's a flashback, dude, just something. Oh, something. dude, one of the worst flashbacks is in... <laughs> The fucking uh, Rise of Skywalker when they show Leia training, <laughs> and it's CG Luke and Leia running. Oh, through the I yeah, wanted to. Dude. I wanted what to. Was, it looked like I wanted to rest my head on the tip of a lightsaber and turn it on. <laughs> it's so bad. It looked like like a PS4 like yeah. it was Battlefront footage or something. But so my thought would have been That's probably have, what it was. have that moment right. Like, have Luke do that, but why have him burn himself out and fade away? That was, like, dumb. What I would love is have that moment, right? He redeems himself, and, like, I would have had him pick up his lightsaber after Rey leaves. Like, have that moment where he picks it up and he decides, you know what? She has shown me that, like, there is hope. And that, you know, we get that from, you know, a new hope again, right? You get that, like, oh, there is hope for the Jedi. I can, you know, the light side of the Force can, can thrive. And then he does mm. this whole thing, right? He fucking force tricks everybody, or Jedi mind tricks, fights Kylo Ren, tricks him all across the world, the universe, whatever. And then he's like, come find me. And then he builds, like, you know, the next film we start, it's him and Ray like, building up a new Jedi temple, right? Yeah. Like, and then, yep. then we build to yep. the final conflict, and he finally proves what his destiny is you know he he's going to bring balance the, you know the skywalkers are going to bring balance to the force 
he fucking well i mean i guess technically uh kylo ren kind of did whatever but we do that by him finally getting bad writing go ahead yeah we finally get him getting through to kylo ren and and bringing him to the light and then that's like i've created this balance and we don't have palpatine anymore like why is palpatine there it makes no sense it's the worst like reveal in the history of the universe it's just like the audacity of these people to try and pass this off as some flawless new like rendition of star wars and just shit on everything george where it's like dude there's major flaws with these ones as well and again if you're looking at continuity and like you know tone poems the rhythm of them and everything like fucking joseph campbell the hero's journey this that like that's just just not it's just not there and like i get that everybody likes the fact that hey the skywalkers aren't the only like dope family in the universe like i get it that's cool and i don't think that was ever really the idea but like there has to be some sort of in between between like you're Luke Skywalker, the descendant of the baddest motherfucker on the planet, and you are a complete nobody. Like there's got to be like some sort of in between as a, like to make sense of it, because to just say that there's no difference between Luke Skywalker and some nobody, then that doesn't make a whole lot of sense either. Like they, yeah, they didn't get into any of the midichlorians. Well, like and, you know, there's a lot. There's dumb. a lot of stuff that Nanobots. we haven't talked about. With like, I mean, shout out to Ralph McQuarrie. Shout out to fucking like, there's a lot of Star Wars shit that we haven't. Yeah, even but we don't ever have to. We're just touching the. We don't ever have to. We don't ever have to talk about midichlorians. That's one of the worst <laughs> pieces of writing. Fox die. Like to take magic, <laughs> and then be At like. At least it's something. As opposed to JJ and his I'll little mystery box. <laughs> well, no, like so JJ, the mystery box. You could be a fucking yeah, like, little, little sand person who has no powers, but you could beat up Kylo Ren. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying at the end of the movie when the kid is like using force to grab the broomstick. Yeah, it awoken. Well, that pissed me off more than anything. It woke I, want, up. I wanted to fucking choke that but, kid out with that. Boom. But look, look, we can. I mean, yeah. So let's. Well, let's, hold let's on. Let me. Final, I'll close it let's out. Let's get our finals on Star Wars. I agree with you that the sequel trilogy peters out. Like I thought they were building something that was building. It was going somewhere, right? If you I look at right if you look at Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, there is an arc building, right? Yes. I feel like the finality of that ending of the Last Jedi is where they fucked up, and that's what that's where JJ came back. And you know, I'm not a, the I'm not a JJ apologist. He's done some dumb shit. He's Ryan he's wanted his big day. Ryan wanted his big yeah, day. and he didn't care. Like like you said, he had already finished his script, and they weren't even done production of yeah. uh, Force Awakens. And I think if they at least sat down and JJ said here was my concept right here was my my conceptualization of where i saw ray finn and poe going right and kylo ren yeah and then ryan johnson said here's the script i wrote and they said okay how do we get the these two things to come closer together then there could have been cohesion and we could have gotten uh, a great third film and killing luke was i i my biggest problem with uh the last jedi I I think that's mm. where they fucked up. But Yeah, I agree with that. Because then then what do you have? Cuz then you've already shown that Kylo Ren does have the light in him. Like he is <clears throat> wavering. 
So you can't have him be the villain, you know, like you, you, you the mm-hmm. the second movie kind of well, broke that. And then, I, 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 well, you know what? Will really leaves them alone without a without a, without an elder. There's no elder anymore. There's no Yoda. There's no Luke. It's just the younglings and the, the now. Because in the all oh, the other films, we always had like a Yoda or a someone to look up to. So once Luke was gone, there was no one left. Well, this is the whole thing. Is like Kathleen Kennedy was really adamant about a couple of things when it came to making these new movies, from what I understand. Like, she put the kibosh on a couple things. She yeah. was really adamant about creating these new characters, not only within the movies, but within the theme parks. Like, you'll notice that, like, fucking, if you go to Disney right now, it's all based off of new shit. There's mm-hmm. no, like, yeah. most Eisley fucking cantina. Which is crazy, because you would it's think insane. if you're making Star Wars World, Moss Eisley Cantina is the fucking place you go. That's, yeah. like, where you... It's a slap in the face to everybody who's made this fucking saga and this fucking shit what it is. And she's really adamant. I understand, like, I got no problem with any of the female fucking, like, the good good chicks i know a lot of them there's a lot of women i follow fucking into war i got no problem with that it's just you have to make it make sense and don't do it just because like hey like these are strong powerful women you still have to explain to us like why and what is going on and not just kind of well, no, that, that I, I, I have, have no I have problem zero with. problem with any of it. Just you got to explain it. Like, that's why, like, I, I somebody I, as you, Aaron, you probably know this as a, a film guy is that that's kind of why they use white males as, you know, the leads and lies because people are okay with seeing them uh, fail and go through trials and tribulations and like not be the good guy in some certain circumstances and like do some bad shit, but end up going through, you know, somewhat the Mm. Joseph Campbell hero's journey and overcome and be the better. And that's what I think is like missing in a lot of this stuff. There's just no substance. Why there, like you say, why all this stuff, but why Ray and why well, there's no, any of this? There, there's it's no just... why. That's not required. I, I disagree. And I disagree with why people default to white men. That is just because we've been force-fed that and all of our heroes are white men. I think we should... I mean, No, 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 no. Actually, and, 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 and it's I'm not, not even, saying it's a requirement. No, 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 no and I'm not saying there's... There's not a... I'm not saying this like in some political way. I just think we're getting... And, and what did this for me was seeing <laughs> Endgame... No. Yeah, Endgame. Uh, and I rolled my eyes so hard at the moment where all the female heroes landed and they're like, she has help. <laughs> and I was like, boo. Because to me, I'm like, they could have shown that scene without having that moment and I think it would have yeah. resonated better. But I mentioned it and my wife was like, I actually really like that scene because I've never seen yeah. like badass superhero women like team up at once. And I was like... Fair. Well, also, for just me. to say real quick, that noise I just made, I pulled my headphones off because I didn't know. I went, ooh, because oh, I didn't know yeah, what yeah. you were going to say. So I'm thinking it's an endgame it. spoiler. Because, yeah. Cause oh, yeah, it's fine. But so but I, think I know what you're talking no, about. No, I feel you, dude. I feel you about so that. So the, the thing for me is, like, you you are very attached to the Skywalker bloodline. I am not. I think Anakin was fucking nobody who, I mean, we if we're to believe the prequels yeah, was Space no, Jesus, right. who fucking got built by robot blood. But <laughs> if you were to take 
Luke and Anakin <laughs> That's funny, That's from, funny. from the original trilogy, you're like, they're fucking badasses. And there is, uh, there, is there, I don't know if they mentioned the, the destiny. I think that's in the prequels. Um, like they're just badasses who have strong force powers. Great. Ray is just a person who has strong force powers. Who's untrained. And but he was a descendant. Sorry. Who? A descendant of Vader. Luke, I mean, sure, but Vader was just a and guy. And that's why midichlorian ma- midichlorians no, they, mattered. They don't fucking matter. They didn't matter in the original trilogy at all. They weren't even mentioned because they didn't exist. Well, that's Vader yeah, because he wanted to get into it more. That was actually, if you look at George, he talks about how seven, eight, and nine. He hey, was and I hey, know you quick, hate them. He was going to get George. into a lot of midichlorian talk in seven, eight, and nine. Real quick, <laughs> fuck George. He made three good movies, three <laughs> shit movies. I don't trust Hashtag him anymore. Fuck George. Here's the thing. You don't need any of that shit, as is evidenced <laughs> by the first three films being fucking awesome and having none of it. Vader wasn't even all that awesome. Like, he was just a military dog, basically, who was just a bad person who killed a bunch of people. And- I'm, look, 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 this might need an episode two. <laughs> I think this might need an episode two. It's all good. Cause, no, cause I'm cause loving we, it. We got, Luckily, we all, we we got because what well, we do have a couple of uh, uh, posts in from our nerds listeners. There's only four, so it's well, thank nice. you guys for indulging me with all the Star Wars talk. No, it's Aaron, not indulging really you. This enjoyed, is what I, I wanted. No, this is this is this is round one. <laughs> yeah. It's best two out of three babies. Oh, so I, we're gonna we, see we, what we happens in the future. But yeah. um, so, well, so, so, to so end I'm it, gonna, here's my thoughts on yeah. Star Wars. Ready? So so all right, everyone. <laughs> Uh, one minute final thoughts each of you here's my final thoughts Star Wars right now is iffy to me because if you look at the history and this is just my opinion in terms of count they've had I would say five good to great films and four bad films (laughs) so prequels (laughs) all bad last film bad Uh, you know four five six seven eight good to great you know, depending varying degrees with varying uh, degrees of good and great, right? Like Last Jedi, I feel like is like low end of good. Return of the Jedi, low end of good. Um, okay. The rest, I think, border on great or are great because you know, Force Awakens is probably bordering on great, but is good. Um, yeah, I think for for me, Force Awakens is good. Yeah, but I think this in, is his in, one in, minute. Yeah, it's my one, one minute. minute. In the theater, in the theater, it was great. But. Yeah. Um, and then to finish out, I loved uh, Rogue One, um, just in terms of setting up, you know, building characters. Yeah, There's a lot of cool characters. Um, I love Rogue One. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. I think it's the best of the new films yeah, that the, agree- that Disney has made. Hundred percent agree. We're we're awesome. on agreement. A there. good agreeable point. You guys are kissing right now. You know why? Because they just <laughs> made a story and finished it. Yes. It's just a story. Yes. And yep. it slots in perfectly. Like it's like yep. oh perfect. And it makes heard- sense. They yep. filled holes with mm-hmm. the space station blueprints and all. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Matt Mickelson. And the tragic ending was a good him. like finality point yeah and you know what i'm gonna finish my minute by saying so that's my thoughts on star wars but i'll finish my minute by saying i was worried going into rogue one that like i was loving all these characters and i'm like hopefully they aren't gonna do what i think they're gonna do and somehow save them right like i was i was really hoping like let them die they're supposed to die that's the point of this yes and i was just hoping they're not gonna be like oops she got away and it's like oh so we just never saw her again interesting that yeah uh, i was glad they did that uh, solo sucked, by the way. <laughs> okay, mm. Brian, mm. final final thoughts. Okay, I'll say um, 
love the originals, obviously the prequels, while I admit that they have uh, many flaws, I, I'm not one to shy away from uh, admitting that. I do think that they have a lot of redeeming qualities that um, often get overlooked. And I try to be a champion of uh, at least pointing out those every once in a while, while I do respect my fellow uh, Star Wars nerds who who just don't like them. It's a, you know, objective thing or whatever, like is or subjective. It's just not your thing. So uh, you're, you know, everybody's to like what they like. But uh, I'll say that I enjoyed the prequels. If anybody is still on the fence or you haven't watched them in like 15 years, just go and watch them and just look to like enjoy like a whimsical kind of no um, no major uh, consequence type of ride. It's just like a fun kind of Star Warsy film, and they're not like the originals. I understand all the perspectives, but they're still kind of fun. The sequels, eh? I love Mandalorian. I'm fucking. Oh shit! I think yeah. that baby Yo- baby Yoda is like the biggest thing that happened to Star Wars since fucking Star Wars. Like I'm happy that the whole new generation of people are starting to love and figure the shit out. And uh, I really can't wait for the new series uh, or the new season to come out. October 30th. Uh, I, I loved Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was fantastic. Like I said, I think Solo was underrated. I definitely think that they fucked it up. It was mostly a Disney Kathleen Kennedy fuck up that they had Opie come in there, Ron Howard. And he basically cleaned up the mess and he did the best that he could to make it a decent film. They did not succeed, but I also uh, am willing to say that that movie had redeeming qualities. I'm going to interject. I'm sorry. Uh, Actually, didn't hate Solo. It was okay. I would put. Yeah, it it has redeeming qualities. I thought that it had some good stuff. And you know, it wasn't fantastic. Good good for a lazy Saturday afternoon. Yeah, but I like I like the Star Wars anthology movies so far more than I like their take on the saga movies most definitely, and especially their TV. Like, just let Favreau and Dave Filoni do everything Star Wars from now on, and I'd be (laughs) happy. Please, I wish I fucking wish they had thought of Favreau. For the Wait, that's, that's that's uh, next time because this, uh, this is this is this uh, is you know what I you know what I think this needs to be next time I think episode two needs to be me not here I need I think <laughs> it needs to be Aaron Nate and Brian on yeah. a Star Wars diatribe because I Why don't think I'm, you be I, here too you'll just because I have no necessity bro no Mandalorian is the future. I just cause frustration I upset people <laughs> and the it's thing okay, about dude. Mandalorian the thing about Mandalorian is it's so thematically perfect and visually per- it's just uh chef's Sexy. kiss Mwah. it yeah. has a couple of episodes Bonita. i'm like meh that remind me of like hercules the legendary journeys but even then i'm like they're fun you know like even the, like the kind of throwaway episodes great yeah the practical yeah. effects just the makeup everything is just perfect uh can we talk about fucking all? Well, anyway, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, we have but I agree with about. you. We'll I, have to do part two. I'm with you that Baby Yoda is the only thing that can redeem or, or or could lead to a decent arc for another trilogy if they decided to do that. Bro, can you imagine nice. if they go to their fucking home planet? I know. And we start <laughs> seeing a bunch of Yoda species like at all different ages. Just stop it. I don't oh even know what you're talking about. And then one of them flips around with a little lightsaber. Oh my God. <laughs> oh he starts doing flips. God. Can you imagine? Oh my we... God. So, wait, Dude. Brian, please, for the love of all things holy, watch the Red Letter Media reviews. They okay. shit on 
all Please the prequels and that. they shit on the sequels. So hey, dude, I'll watch it, man. No, it's like, not that they shit; they break them down. They break them and down they do it in a no nonsense way. It's like a friend that tells you you need to stop drinking and sits yeah, you down. Yeah, I like that. I like it. It's it's red letter media is the friend I need. And you know I mean, it's I done. Every little bit of form of like anything I know, it's not political, but like I, I you got to watch everything. You got to be informed so you can make the best. Uh, yeah, you, know. you got to watch Listen. all angles. You got to watch all angles. And it's done in a comedic way. There's a character through that's throughout. It's uh, Mr. Plinker. Mr. Plinket. And everyone is like, do you watch Star Wars? Star Wars Episode One is the worst (laughs) thing to happen since my son. And uh, and then the red shirt comes in. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. Actually, they were going to go into the Metaclarian count. (laughs) It's pretty fun. I I, can I just point out really quick that I foregone I have foregone watching the Eastern Conference Finals of the NBA with my Miami Heat tonight. Game yeah. five. Oh, because, I didn't know you owned them. That's because, cool. Because uh, you guys are uh, are the shit, and I love you guys, especially Jesse and yeah, Aaron. Brian told me people. that before, and I was like, "Do you just want to totally bow forgot. out?" Brian's I a totally, sports guy. I Brian's totally a sports forgot. guy. Bowed out on like one of the. And guess games what? We're losing. We're losing by fourteen in the fourth quarter right and now, and I just want to blame it on Aaron. I'm gonna it's blame it on because you're not Aaron. watching. Oh hey, my god! Because you guys were set to win. I have. Yeah, we were. If I was watching right now and I wasn't talking to Aaron about his viewpoints on the prequels, maybe we'd be winning right now. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, uh, that's how much I love you guys. I'm I just have, in my heat right now. I have ties to the Miami Heat. Well, previous ties. I, Explain. Uh, when I owned uh, a video production company, uh, we worked with uh, a former player. He, he was an active player at the time. This is a, about 10 years ago. Uh, James Jones. Um, oh yeah, we shot uh, some video promos and some commercials and stuff, and some live events for his uh, one of his charities. Um, it was to try and stop young kids from smoking black and milds uh, or cigarillos uh-huh. or whatever they call those. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, and I, the only basketball game I've ever been to was free tickets that he gave me that were like center court, like pre pre good seats, and uh, it was funny because I went all the way up to the top and. It's you think like when you watch sports on TV, you're like, man, it's so cool, right? You know, being there, you could see everything. No, no, no. It's still just a basketball court in the middle of a fucking coliseum. Like, it's yeah, a tiny dude. little basketball court. Yeah. You can't see shit from the top. That is so funny. Like the funniest perspective of somebody yeah. who's not like a sports fan. Who yeah, goes like to, I've been like, to wrestling shows forever no, when it's I've... just a fucking fifteen <laughs> yeah. by fifteen ring. It's like, yeah, I feel yeah. you because, like, dude, if you when you go to a football games, it's the biggest mind fuck because, like, you go there and you're like, oh my god, they're on this gigantic like. Mm-hmm. field and you go there and yeah it's big but it's not at all as big as it looks it's on tv the same size and as the high school football yeah fields. yeah it's the high school because football the high school, field they still 100, use 100 yards. yards yeah yeah dude so you go there and you're like but i know what you mean but the it's thing the is is like you can still see like but it's uh yeah a whole different kind of perspective and if you're not super into it then and you don't know how to follow the game when you're up there and those nosebleeds you're mm-hmm. like what the fuck is going on i'll tell you this yeah, I get uh, it. I james get it. jones super cool dude like nicest guy and was super rich because you know he was a pro basketball player and he was at the time he was you know like i don't think he was like first guy out on the court i don't know how that all works but he was like their three-point guy like he would just you know oh, yeah he he was he was great dude and uh he was super humble 
And the coolest thing was his manager was his cousin, like his best friend, you know, his 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 brother basically that he grew up with. Was his was his name Jeff? Because I remember I don't because I thought I remember Jeff. Anyway, I met it him might have too, been. and I remember his brother. I can't remember his name. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. It might have been. He was a super cool dude too, but he was the was one partying Jeff. and he was he was saying he's like, dude, all the players go out and they like, you know, after their game they'll go out and have a beer together and he's like he just goes home to his wife and he came over and yeah, he's like, man. he drove a brand new at the time Dodge Charger and it was like the the highest version of it. That's like a what, forty seven thousand dollar car. I mean he's a millionaire. And he's like, yeah. yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have any of that. He doesn't show out. And he's like, he leaves here and he goes home, has dinner with his wife, you know, sees his kids, and he came over and he was like, Yeah, you know how you cheat on your wife? You go out and drink beer with your friends, and there's like hot girls everywhere. Like, he's like, I don't want that temptation because then I don't want to be tempted. And I was like, that's a really solid perspective, dude. I think that what you heard there, man, is what like a lot of people would be very surprised to hear from a lot of athletes. Like, not I'll just be very brief. I'll just say like most people think of like Ray Rice when they think of football players Mm -hmm. who would like beat up on their kid. Or fucking all the bad ones, but dude, like I've been lucky enough to meet uh, and work with a lot of these dudes, and they're really smart, intelligent, thoughtful, empathetic, compassionate, beautiful dudes who just happen to play a violent sport, uh, being football or for bat, same for basketball or any sport. Like these are really good people, and uh, you know they they care a lot about their family, and I think it's kind of. Um, Again, one of those things where it's a stigma. People have to fight against stigmas because that's what the human brain does. We think, oh, that's jock guy. It's kind of easier. It's it's human. Like, just like whatever. But they're very complex, uh, like beautiful dudes. So I just would be remiss without saying them. Um, I think you'd be surprised. There's a lot of James Jones out there who are uh, really dope dudes. Yeah. They just happen to play a sport that most people fucking are horrible at. And, and by uh, all accounts, like, how do they even do it? Isn't LeBron a really big family guy and like good dude? I, he's, I, I don't he's know. never been in trouble. Yeah. Ever. He's never had any. You can say whatever you want about that guy, the decision, whatever, but he is a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, from what we he's, know, yeah. He's a good family man. Yeah, from what we know. Of he course, hasn't gotten caught. Yeah, but dude, it's, it's the so fact hard that at his he level. Is what he is. Yeah. He hasn't, like, not even, like, dude. The no, guy that's what I mean. Like, he hasn't gotten caught, which means clean. most likely he's clean. Yeah. Like, I remember when I, when I interviewed Tim Tebow once. Sorry for the name drop. And I was like, there's got to be something to this guy that's wrong. And I remember doing a bunch of, like, research on him. Like, what does anybody have if they interviewed? Oh, found he's going to be a pedophile and, for sure. Dude, Dude, literally the the most like uh, salacious thing that I could find was like he likes to eat ice cream like two nights a week oh, before well, he goes we, to bed. Yeah, sometimes. we never know that. Like, no. Jesus Christ. Like, no, I know. But, dude, there's a certain thing where it's like if, if you're in that much of like there's very few people on this planet ha- who have been in the limelight of a LeBron James. Yeah, or a Tim it's Tebow. very hard. And to have look at what they find on politicians, bro. Like it's like yeah. if it's out there, they'll find it. These guys are like squeaky. And clean. athletes are actually it's, more it's, famous than politicians. So they yeah. fun more. Yeah. So um, speaking of being super famous, let's go over to our Facebook. And, yeah. Uh, so we have like a million followers who send we're us very we have to famous. we have to really curate how many people write us questions i mean we have a whopping four you know that's a lot that's hey a dude lot. 
fucking no, take no. that. Fuck. No, no, fucking... no, I'm just fucking with you, but but we do have some uh, we do have some uh, some people who came in. Uh, as we said before, Happy Deftones Day. Yes, everyone. Uh, anyone who's still here listening with us, just remember. Um, it is Deftones Day. Go listen to Deftones Ohms, O-H-M-S. It's a new album by Deftones. You can find it on Spotify or YouTube. Go listen to Deftones and enjoy that shit. And uh, we got a couple questions from some of our, um, you know, some of our friends. I gotta say, I'm in. very sad that uh, neither you nor Senya has listened, apparently, and talked to me about it. I was, like, very excited to hear everyone's opinions. And, well, uh, I did. We talked earlier. I, I got halfway through... Yeah, and you liked what you heard, just you haven't finished it. Because you need to hear Ohms, dude. Upset. I wanted to listen to it on vinyl first. So I know that's but... not till Wednesday, bud. Uh, listen to Ohms because you need to hear how, uh, that one. That's it. Honestly, now that it's like the last song and you hear everything leading into it, I think it's like the perfect. Yeah, like outro. I made it. I made it through by not listening to it. And who knows? Maybe we'll do like a side recording one day. Maybe you, me, and Senyo will sit down and do a a uh, a full on review of the album and we'll tag it onto an episode or some Ooh. shit or some shit you know i mean we'll see what's going on we could just do a deftones um, episode mm. yeah mm, so delicious. um you have a better reading voice than i so we've got a couple of uh of uh friends coming in saying what's listen, up listen jesse just admit that you can't read it's okay it's nothing to be ashamed of i can read okay so you want to go no back i'm just ki- i'm kidding i'm kidding i just feel that my voice is ugly and yours is nicer okay i appreciate that so, Finn Deets Creek, our good buddy, uh, who just uh, picked up his Animal Crossing Special Edition uh, uh, Switch, which congratulations mm. on that, buddy. Congratulations, nice. Finn. He says, nice. hi, boys. That's the homie, son. That's the main homie right That's there. That's the fucking homie, dude. Brian, Yo, you don't know. Name? What's his Finn? name? His name is Finn Aiden, a.k.a. Yo, Finn, Finn Aiden. Deets I Creek. fucks with Finn dude, hard, bro. Finn is the homie he uh his his angle is he uh he collects action figures and he does photography he poses them i'm gonna send you some shit afterwards we'll talk oh, after. dude i just got my brand new bob ross uh pop fun- uh, funko pop or whatever i gotta talk nice. to finn it's about not an action so, figure yeah, I know, fuck funko pop. Still, I how dare you it is kind of still anyway, finn, so what if it, so what finn if is what we would call the little homie back in the day he's a jet but he's homie. like the cool jet you know he's like the jet yeah. that you let hang out cool jet finn, I like finn that. used to listen to us when it was illegal like he was like 16 17, 17 like he was yeah. like 16 and he was like listening to our like rated r x podcast he was like your 16 year old bass player you had to sneak into the bars for the shows <laughs> yes like, that's exactly what he was and now he's like 19 20 and he's like oh he's doing the damn thing he's grinding he's fucking gangster and uh finn finn is the real he really is the real homie dude finn, at bmw what, on air hit me up finn what i love about finn is that like finn is like a real young cat who likes to do like uh action figure photography and stuff but he has the music taste of like an R and B soul hip hop fan in nineteen ninety three. Yeah, he has like a thirty seven year old, thirty eight year old yeah. music taste. I fucking love like, it. He's super young, but like he'll post like a video of him like uh posing figures for like a photo shoot and for some reason they'll just be like SWV in the background. Or you'll hear <laughs> young like hearts, never old gonna souls, get it, bro. never gonna get it, never gonna Sisters get it. Sisters with voices, like, baby. Yeah. Yeah, oh, young heart, old soul. That's Finn. Young heart, old soul. But so what favorite did combo, bro? What did uh, what did Finn say to us this time? So he said, "Hi, boys. How are you guys doing? Uh, been a while since I had a chance to listen, but I find time to tune in now and again." Jesse, you still collecting vinyl? I've recently yes. gotten back into it since I got a new record player. 
My favorite LPs lately have been American Football Self-Titled from 99 and Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers uh, that just came out this year. Aaron, it's always great to hear your slick, watery voice. <laughs> Hope you guys are well. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Finn. Thanks for... Um, I mean, yeah, man, just... uh, I haven't really been keeping up on posting the vinyl records that I've been buying, but I definitely have a huge backlog. Definitely, yes, Lil Bro. I'm still collecting. Like I said, my last one is uh, Metallica S and M, but the yeah. 1999 version... Oh, we didn't tell our story. Sorry, go ahead, Jesse. About yeah, we didn't. We we didn't tell that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, maybe we'll close it with the the, the split tape story. Uh, right. The S and M. I would say Metallica S and M, nineteen ninety nine. Listen to No Leaf Clover. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, I've still been collecting records. I got my Mega Man X box set and a whole bunch of other shit, but. Look at, the, look at the uh, look at the uh, Instagram, and I'm gonna be doing more vinyl reviews because I have a stack of like at least a, a lot that I have to do. But um, but I appreciate you writing in, and I'm definitely gonna check. I'm gonna check out what American Football self titled is, and F- uh, Phoebe Bridgers because I trust your judgment. Phoebe, you've got some good taste. Bridgers, I've heard that name. I I, I don't know I much about her. her. I don't know much about her, but that. Dude, she's got this song where she's talking about um, ah, fuck, I forget the name of it. She's really uh, so, something anxiety or something. She's very good. Like I, I was actually really impressed by that girl's writing. I've only heard one of her songs, but I was like, damn, okay, I fucks with Phoebe. I'll have to Work. check it out. Uh, Jay Price, man, one of my good friends from high school, uh, who I did acid with and had he was. Don't tell anybody I said this, but he was my favorite person to do acid with. We used to fucking. You just told the internet that. (laughs) I know, but my friends who I used to do acid with don't listen. Uh, My buddy Justin and I did acid like a a lot. (laughs) Oh, dude, you you can't just like this is again. We're gonna have to have a second. No, Aaron, you don't. You know, second conversation. uh, Well, that's yeah. That's next time. Well, well, so Jay, psycho, not level. If you wanted to. My buddy Jay and I used to do it, and he's goofy like me, so, man, we would just, we would come up with our own languages, like, we would just be fucking wiling out. Um, He wrote in and said, hey, guys, any personal recommendations for a PC game that everyone should be playing right now, if they're not already? I mean, Ooh, that's a you question. I got one. Go ahead. Okay. Civilization Six. I know a bunch of people that love it. I'm just not a Civ fan. I fucking love, dude, it's dope, man. It's like risk on steroids. If you are at all into that sort of shit, like building an empire, you have multiple forms of currency and trade, you can do culture, science, fuck it. It's it's a really dope PC game, If and you can kind of take your time with it and strategize. It's I think very it's on cool. Switch, too. <laughs> yeah, it's on Switch right now as well. Yeah, good call. Um. There's nothing PC exclusive right now that's like huge. Uh, if you're just looking, I mean, I'm playing Grim Dawn right now because they just um, someone just finished up a mod called Reign of Terror that turns Grim Dawn into Diablo 2, which is very mm. cool. It's okay. like the full game of Diablo 2, upres, you know, with the Grim Dawn models and like they brought some models from Diablo 2 and whatever. So that's yeah. been cool. And Grim Dawn is PC only. It's a Diablo style ARPG. Um, that game is great on its own, but it's it's older. Um, Wasteland Three just came out. I definitely want to get that. Um, and I've heard people talking about it, saying it's cool. I don't know what it is, but 
It's a uh, CRPG, so an isometric turn-based RPG, uh, a la early Fallout, but keeping in that it's like basically an extension of Fallout. Um, yeah, it's if it's like if Bethesda never did Fallout, so the the, mm. the good timeline. Um, yeah. Okay, well, so. the only other thing I'll say about PC is. I gotta look it up, but if it's freeware, I've brought it up before. It's kind of like an old school Command and Conquer, Command Command and Conquer RTS game, Battle Bugs. I thought that was fun. I was playing it back <laughs> in like 2000. That's um, it. I'll <laughs> say that uh, the Boston Celtics just beat Miami Heat due to Aaron's viewpoints on the prequels. So, oh uh, my god! No, the ghost of Larry Bird is there dunking on fools. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. The ghost of Larry ghost Bird. Of, you know that I had this friend <laughs> that who was be the like, name of the episode. <laughs> "Yo, I had the friend, this friend who had, um, he was like five years older than me, and you know that jump around video, the music video for yeah. Jump Around, where he's yeah. wearing the Larry Dude, Bird. This fuck, yeah. He convinced, yo, he convinced me. This was when this like video first came out. He convinced me that that was Larry Bird, like a retired <laughs> Larry Bird. And he was like, "Dude, he, like that's him. That's Larry Bird. He's a rapper now." I was like. No, he's not. He's like, no, dude, I'm telling you, why would he be wearing his jersey then? Like, like, I'm like, dude, I was like eight or nine or whenever when that shit came out, maybe younger. And I just, dude, this guy had me convinced. I was like, fuck this. What team did Mookie Blaylock play for? I used to love that name. Mookie Blaylock played for Atlanta Hawks. Look at Brian with his knowledge. No, I thought dude, you just made don't that up. Try me, bro. Somebody named Mookie Blaylock. Yeah, dude, yeah, he was really short. He was like a yeah, Spud Webb Muggsy type Bose guy. Mookie was the short guy. Mookie Blaylock was too. Dude. <laughs> he was yeah. the shortest guy. He no, shortest Spud Webb was guy. the shortest. I thought. One Spud Webb like five foot tall. Who? Spud Webb. Spud Webb. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, actually. Fuck, dude, that's a good question. They were both little guys, but I will say Spud Webb had hops unlike any. Like, he was in the slam dunk contest at that height, dude. Like, yeah. the guy had, he was literally like five foot four or something crazy like that. And, dude, when he five jumped, foot six, I just he literally, yeah, he literally would be like four feet in the air like his the bot his heels Dude. were like 48 to 52 inches above just so his arm could stretch up and get but he would do some nasty dunks too Sorry, nice dude ah <sighs> what is auto i'm say? gonna put auto a uh, i'm gonna put funny. a picture in uh for you jesse just so you can see this is insane i'm gonna put it in the um Skype chat, just so you can see what we're talking about, because nice. my dog. I may see it. I may not. I mean, I don't just touch look. My computer. Just look at it, because it's insane. Um. Uh. So sorry. Uh, oh shit! I see it. Yeah, little guy. <laughs> yeah, little guy. Giant ups. Uh, Nana Pratt, our, our buddy Nana, our Nana, our Nana himself. Oh Nana. Said oh, Nana, bro. You don't even know it. Nana Pratt is the shit, dude. That's the homie, dude. That's blurred on us, Nana. Bro. I like how you guys dude, have Finn like, Beats Creek, like Nana. Finn and Nana. Dude, no, those are the homies. Those are peers. They all got they got podcasts themselves. That's our network, baby. Yeah, yeah. Nana, Nana's the Nana Pratt's the man. So what is it? What did Nana says? Nana says, uh, "Why are people obsessed with playing old games on next gen consoles?" Talking to you, Microsoft people. I think you guys should run, uh, should do a simultaneous run of Dark Souls slash Demons game. Loser shaves his head. 
Okay, so two parts. I'm just going to, one, go to the first part. Why are people so obsessed with playing older games in the new systems? Because people just want their shit to just, like, be accessible. backwards compatible. It's like, I mean, I wish it was a longer conversation. Graphics. Yeah, like, basically, like, higher frame rate, whatever, like. I'll tell of, you, for me, it's literally just ease of access. Yeah. Like, yeah. going back like, to a PS3 controller feels like straight dookie. <laughs> Yeah, PS3 controller feels like an like a McDonald's toy. And dude, when it came out, I thought the PS3 controller was the best controller of all time. I was like, this when feels like heaven. When the PS3 controller no, came out, I thought it was too big. I was like, this is weird. The PS2 is better. And when the PS4 controller came out, I'm like, this is way too huge. <laughs> the and, amount uh, of hours of Call of Duty Black Ops 2 with that PS3 controller like in my hand, just um, like, yo, does it get any better than this? Like, it used yeah, to hurt my pinkies. It does. <laughs> I get I get like pinky strain because I have lo- not giant hands, but I have bigger hands than the PS3 control, like the DualShock 3 or DS3, whatever. Yeah. And even the PS4 one, my like, so with the DualShock 3, my pinky and ring finger would hurt, but now it's just my pinky if I play too long. Yo, I'm hoping, dude, that's funny. You got big hand problems like me, bro. Yeah, I got big mm-hmm. hands too. The pinky, bro. Yeah, I, got, I feel you, dog. Yeah, the biggest problem is it makes my dick look really small. I- <laughs> But, <laughs> bro, yo, <laughs> why do you think I, think, I like uh, dating petite women? I'm just playing. I like yeah, because dude, it's feet. like it, I, that is like the most real fucking shit. Like, <laughs> well, when you said hours of black ops, sucks when you have an average size like ish dick with really big hands. It's like you feel like Andre the Giant, like kind of jacket. Like it, it's it, there's something that's just like a. A little unsatisfying to the person. <laughs> it's just not presentable. Um, speaking yeah. of big dicks, get ready. Um, so, uh, this episode of uh, The Boys has a fucking great moment in it about a big dick. Oh, nice. All right. And our last. By the way, I'm number eight in. Uh, in case I've been slowly but surely, quietly. I'm, I'm, I hope that you keep them in. Like, been oh, we hear them. Yeah. By cans. Oh, yeah. Like I hope that you keep because I've been like I know that anybody listening you'll be able to keep count. That was number eight. Sorry, go ahead. Sir, nice, baby. I I'm never still on edit. four. I thought you said you only had three. I had three, but I did the secret. Yeah, I can hear you fourth. did the fourth. Again, okay, you but it's okay. literally need to listen. Stop don't kink shame me. <laughs> it's not kink I'm shaming. Gonna, it's professionalism gonna, in a podcast no, that you're supposed to take no, seriously. It's nothing this is nothing. Oh, that's adorable. For seven years. Yeah. They know what's going on. I'm behaving myself. And what's happened in the past, Jesse? I know. And is it happening now? Yes. I can hear it. I can hear it. If I can hear it, they can hear it. Don't shame me, dude. You should feel shame. You need this. This is your tough love that you've been asking for. Son of a bitch. This is tough love. Sorry, Anna. Um, Basically, I think that they're, they're dealing with the backwards compatibility. That's what they want. They want to be able to buy the new system and not throw away their old games. That's what that's hundred percent. You yeah. want to buy? That's basically what it is. And last, but not least, Otto Newman. Oh, the Another good one. name, Otto. Uh, should I play No Man's Sky? And I said, No, man. Why? <laughs> yeah. End of question. But that's pretty much it. There's he, no reason. I mean, he said he owns what it. The so fuck is yes, No Man's Sky. It's a it's a long story. It's a game. It's like a it's an interplanetary space travel game. It's a chill space travel game. <laughs> That was supposed to have touted to like change gaming, and then it did not change gaming. But mm. they've apparently done a lot of cool shit for free to update it, and the newest update just came out. So 
like you can now play in third person there's full-on multiplayer now and like you can have space battles and you know shoot things with your ship i don't know whatever i feel bad yeah. i haven't talked about like Mega Man at all like i feel like i should be more no like, dude there's uh, many things in the that, weeds dude. with the nerdiness i feel like i didn't get it all out sufficiently no. Right, we've known each other for so long. There's so many things we haven't spoken about. Yeah, we didn't even talk tough. about my first metal split tape. Brian was the first guy to like uh-huh. really make my first split tape. Metallica Load slash uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, and our first concert, Zeta Fest 1999, with Glassjaw and Deftones, and you know, like there's so many things. I mean, I'm sure we'll do this again. Dude, were you were you at the uh, the Orange Bowl with Metallica, Creed, Seven Dust, and Kid no. Rock? No, that dude, sounds like thing. a That's tribal crazy. tattoo <laughs> as a music festival. That sounds horrible. I mean, Metallica would be the literal only reason to go to Yo, that. I, I hate how much that made me laugh, but you're kind of, <laughs> yo, dude, it was, uh, it was so awesome, bro. The before they cut it, the, before they turned down the, uh, or, uh, like fucking took down the old orange bowl, Metallica, uh, Kid Rock had strippers on stage, dude, like legit stripping on stage. It was a beautiful uh, time. The Kid 90s Rock. were the pinnacle of all humanity, everybody. That's all I have to say. And so. Kid Rock is proof. Kid Rock and Limp Bizkit are proof that the 90s were a mistake. But then you get you get into <laughs> the, the early 90s. The most beautiful 90s. mistake of all. Yeah, you get into them early 90s, and there's some really good music in there. Just great culture and music. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> and that's it. Otto, you should play it. If you own it, yeah, definitely update it and play it. People say it's gotten really, really good. It's... I would play it. I own it, but I just, it's not my style of game, honestly. It's, I don't play chill games. I play games that make me angry. <laughs> it's just the real Dude, results. what is it with, yeah, you guys, I think, are so far down the gaming rabbit hole that you're like, you like playing shit that, like, uh, I, I like a challenge too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I want to slay the dragon and be hard, all that shit, but like, I want to have fun. Or I feel like you guys are definitely right, like you play, Dark Souls in dude, the weeds. Uh, like, excuse me, it. you play Cuphead on Expert, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know exactly what we do. Hundred percent harder than Dark Souls. That's what I we hear do. you, but like, but at the same time, like Darks. I, I guess it's yeah. Dude, I'm a little only, ignorant because when I hear Cuphead, Darks, dude, you play Cuphead on Expert, and other than that, you fight other highly skilled people at at Cart or Smash. So you only deal in fighter. high level, but you, I mean, but kind of, kind not of. really, like not, you not really, not, 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 so I think not. your three main games are smash cart and then cuphead and you play those at high, high levels. So I'm not, um, I would take me unless off the you can be Capra demon. Don't talk. Don't even say dark souls. Let yeah, me say I respect. I don't even know. No, I, I, out of respect for you. Cause saying, like I said, like you guys like to do this shit that like really challenges. I've always, I would like to play red dead redemption. You know what I mean? But it's like, dude, when I see that, I'm like, bro, how much of a time warp is that? Like, cause you just kind of float around on a fucking horse. And make, well, yeah, it's a yeah. decision you make with the time sink. Yeah. It's as much time as you've spent on cuphead. No, for real. Cause you could have stopped after beating on normal. But you decided to keep going, yeah, so it's all what that. you decide to put into the um, you know, into your whatever. But do you guys play is. games that like I know you have fun, but and and it's challenging. But like, do you look to play like fluffy kind of games anymore? Like kind of like no Sometimes. substance. You're just kind of having fun. Do you still do yeah. that shit? I juggle. I play pinball games. 
um, often, and I juggle a couple of retro games that are. I just, just like to hear that a little bit. Yeah, and definitely uh, roguelikes, like things like uh, Dead Cells, or things that I can pick up for five, ten minutes. So not every time that I sit down, it's a hardcore gaming session that's going to give me a hernia. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to make. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I, I play JRPGs at night by myself, so yeah, I do. <laughs> Dude, I have respect uh, all day. Respect. Yeah, and the man, thing is, definitely... Dark Souls is only hard because you hear it's hard. I mean, it's definitely not easy, but yeah, you watch Seth. Right yeah, now. you watch Seth play, and you're like, "Oh, I'm a fucking idiot." It just it's it's perspective and how you look at it. And I think after a while, you realize. It's perspective, like you just said, Aaron. It's just maybe try. Yeah. Don't be so afraid. Don't be so afraid to lose a couple coins. You know what I mean? Yo, can we carry that on out to life too, bro? Just like try. these motherfuckers out there in life, like to fucking taking swings and shit. Can I just say that? Like Hopefully. I'll say it all. All the motherfuckers out there who are slaying dragons and shit and fucking doing dope shit. Like, um, don't forget to like slay the dragons in your personal life as well and fucking take over some shit. You can use all that fucking talent that you're using, building up in that fucking hand-eye coordination. You could take that into your real life and fucking take over your own fucking shit and create your own reality. I just, nah, I'm, I'm not like a fucking self-help person. I'm just saying, throwing it out to, their, the, the, to that one you know? person who's like on the edge, who's thinking like, am I good enough? Go fucking do that shit, bro. Yeah. Go slay that other dragon too. That's all I'm saying. And you know what? Yeah. If you never end up doing it, you're going to die anyway, so it doesn't really fucking matter. <laughs> doesn't really matter. <laughs> you can still stay depressed in your bedroom. Death awaits <laughs> us all. Yeah, dude, there's just some motherfuckers out there. Yeah, I just felt like I had this. Honestly, but if you don't slay a dragon, no one's going to touch your penis. Death? Other than yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, you dude, know, and you need to go meet people. Yeah. It's okay, but hey, Corona. <laughs> Death is the unslayable dragon that is waiting for us all. So let's get the hell out of here and get one step closer to it by going to sleep. Yeah, man. So where can we? Uh, where can everybody find you, Bry? Once again, uh, at BMW on air is the personal. I'm at B uh, at Mental Reps Pod. On Instagram at Mental Rep Show on Twitter, you can search Mental Reps Podcast on Facebook or any of like Amazon Music. Uh, just came out with the audio platform. We're on there. We're on fucking Spotify, uh, Apple, fucking Google, every, like literally any audio platform. Just search Mental Reps Podcast, and you can find us. And it would mean it a lot if you uh, gave me a listen. And I uh, really appreciate you guys bringing me into your podcast. I hope we get to do another one because Definitely. God knows Aaron and I have more Star Wars <laughs> shit to talk. And yeah, we gotta uh, get you gotta watch. Supplemental. We, we, we'll have to get into the supplemental materials next time. And, gotta... and I would love to like, you know, if you if anybody out there in uh, the nerd podcast like world has some questions for me, email these guys at their email and uh, or get at me and we'll make sure that we you know answer all the questions and fucking get at you guys i appreciate you guys having me on your beautiful podcast thank you man same thing with me everybody already knows holla at your boy jester 954 on all platforms and also bully me and make me use my twitch my twitch is the jester t-h-e-j-e-s-t-e-r uh on twitch and i'm gonna be most likely playing persona and maybe like some random fighting games, but come in and talk some shit with me and uh, have a good time. And, uh, you know, Aaron, you can find me uh, on Twitch at Nerds the Podcast. 
Uh, Are you laying down on your pillow? It sounds like you're laying down on your pillow. No, he's sitting in a chair. I'm right. sitting in a chair. Probably, yeah, he's sitting in a chair. I was laying, tired. laying my head against the microphone for a minute there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nerds the Podcast, uh, Twitch. I've been streaming a lot. You want to see my fat-ass face? I got a big old beard and a bowl cut right now, so <laughs> it's a you fun look. quarantine LBs, dude? Uh, it's just <laughs> getting old. Uh, I've been running too. I'm on like almost two months of running, and I didn't do shit to my fat ass body. So it's okay. Keep doing it. Of course. Well, I'm off this week of it because I have shin splints, and I need to let them heal on my left leg because it was getting weak the last time I ran. (laughs) Literally, like I almost could rap about some shit, bro. We could talk (laughs) about some shit. Um, find me on PlayStation if you want to be my friend. Ted Danson IRL. uh, get the fuck out of here. That's not your real, t- <laughs> real name. Yes, it. it is. That's his thing. Ted Danson IRL, dude. That's Aaron, dude. That's his fucking shit. So I'm Ted That's Danson. Joke's on you, dude. This is Ted Danson. My podcast mate is Ted Danson, bro. Teddy D, baby. I'm Ted Danson yeah, everywhere dude. else, but uh, it was taken on PSN, so I had to add something. So it's Ted Danson IRL. Everybody I love it. Everybody knows I'm your name. Yeah. Yep. Fucking Malone, bro. <laughs> Maron. All right. I'm out of here. I love you guys. We All right. Will, everybody uh, go listen to Deftones Ohms. Yeah. Please do Can that. Can I just tell and you how fucking relieved I am that I'm on a podcast that I don't have to go and edit and like has so oh, like what uh, are you talking about, motherfucker? We don't edit. Aaron's gonna <laughs> upload this. No, I mean that's what I mean is just having done. to do yeah, that's what I mean, bro. Just having to fucking do any of the work. Like nah, I appreciate dude, you guys having hang. me on again. This is how we do. But as I said, Everybody go listen to Deftones Ohms and uh, take care of yourselves, guys. We'll see you next time. We love you. I love you too.